I watched these other John DeLules do it, and they suck. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's fucking late at night, Friday night, and we're somewhere in Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. It's not Queens! What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. We're on with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. Now that's the time. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Goddamn right. Thank God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They put a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jay. Zoot Zoot Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fucking fireball. Sir. Listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to yes. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I've only come out with nothing. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants yeah. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Man, no time to practice. Let's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> You wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Correct Tron, bro. Oh! The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilt a Swinton, Dan. Oh, Dan, my drawings. I love hearing Dan Dyer's voice. It makes me happy. Me too. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, I know. It's it's just, weird, every right? time it comes up, I grin. <laughs> he's a funny guy. He is indeed. And he's happy. Mm-hmm. Correct Tron, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. He's all right. Let's keep him. Can Correct we keep him? Tron, bro. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> Welcome back to Live from the Broad here on Radio Nope. Uh, it's a celebration of our sound bites. <laughs> yeah. You wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Tribute to Dan Dare. Uh, that'd be the only two I have. Correct Tron, bro. Yeah, we got to get that freak back in here. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. I try to get that guy in. Who knows? Hopefully he's listening. Thanks mm. for everybody to, for listening uh, tonight. Who are? If you're not Dan Dyer, thank you. Um, I'm here with Patrick Walsh. Hello. Pete. Damn it. And uh, Trish. Hi. Let me see. Trish, can you let me try that again? Here, can you speak, please? Hi, thank yeah. You. All right. Can you hear yourself okay there? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. You want a crazy radio name like uh, Nutty Trish or something? <laughs> Good with Trish. Trish. Good with just Trish? Yeah. Right. If, you, if you want to, uh, you know, if think, I change think my about mind, it, I'll let you know. Let me know. Yeah. Like halfway through the show, you're like, I'm crazy Trish. <laughs> and you just go nuts. Crazy Trish and the yeah, douche. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Trish and the douche in the morning. That's the new show. Thank you, uh, Tree Void, and his tremendous show. Pre. Thank you, Tree, and his tremendous show. Preemptive strike. strike. <laughs> he, uh, this is some show which you can, <laughs> which you can hear uh, every week before our show, uh, but you won't be able to hear it anymore because Tree will be on a hiatus for the time being, and uh, Brad will be taking over his spot with his. Uh, he'll, he'll be he's resurrected his no more music for the suckers. No more music by the suckers. Excuse me. Radio show, the hip hop radio show, the best hip hop radio show in the entire world. I'm torn. Before us, yeah. I'm torn. I'm sad, sad to uh, to miss Tree, but yeah, 
Well, that show's really good, too. It's like there's so much great content in Radio Notes. It's too much show, right? It's too much content. It's too where much do, show. Where do you see the ratings books? <laughs> Where's the Arbitron ratings? When are, the, when are those coming in? Correct Tron, bro. <laughs> hey, Pete, what microphone are you on there? It's right. Oh, sorry. All right, I got you. We're good? There we go. Yeah, there we go. Smells like rock. Smell like Mario? I resemble that. It's black. And Ryan is here, too. Hi, Ryan. Hello. And uh, what else are we doing? Um, yep. That's the introduction <laughs> we part go. of the program. It, it, I think Tree's only going on hiatus. He's not, it's, he won't be permanently gone, I hope. No, I hope not. Yeah, so we'll be, he'll be back. When are we taking a hiatus? Uh, soon, I hope. I'm mm. fucking dying. <laughs> Enough of this shit already. <laughs> I've had it. Five years is nonsense. The problem is we're getting good uh, guests. I know. I know. I, I, I feel bad. I want to I end the show, but I'm <laughs> too deep. <laughs> I'm in too deep. The people, are, people are like working and relying on me and stuff. I can't, I can't just like dip out. I want to, I want to dive into the ocean, and never come back. Next week on the show, TV star Jimmy Walker. Ah, fuck, we got to be in <laughs> for that oh, one. Fuck. Shit. Well, I guess sounds dynamite. I was gonna take my kids to Action Park. <laughs> I, I, all right, I promise you this: if we get the president, I'll quit before that show. <laughs> and we won't interview. Mm-hmm. How about during that show? I just want to picture him calling. A, you know, he calls up the Skype, but we just hang up, and that's the end of the. But we the, just walk away from the mics and let the, him just talk. That's the we season, got Marin's. series finale. We got Marin, so we're one degree of separation. That's right. Mm-hmm. From the good, the, the guy who was really present. That's not correct. This clown. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, at the nine o'clock hour, we're going to have Jim Atkins from uh, the band, famous band Jimmy Eat World. You guys know that band? Yeah. 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 yeah everyone does. They're yeah. famous. Hi. They're, 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 hot. they're big. <laughs> These kids are going places. Let me tell you, they've been a band for 25 years. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're hip. <laughs> These young upstarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your moxie. Yeah, exactly. Cut your jib. Play me one of those tunes. Jimmy, Jimmy World coming in later. <laughs> Sing into this can. <laughs> James. <laughs> I'd like to record you on my wire recorder. It just takes some time. That's a uh, very old you, Jimmy E. World. That's have you the first heard of this really band, early. Jimmy E. World, Paul? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> have you heard? Of, have you ever heard of such a thing? Can you imagine such man, a thing, oh there, Paul? man? You're gonna want to wake up the kids. <laughs> Put the kids to bed. Jimmy E. World coming in later. You got any gum? <laughs> uh, the, 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 that was uh, that was round robin terrible Letterman impersonations. Yeah. We'll be doing that all throughout the show today. Pretty bad. It would suck if it was good. Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty bad there. <laughs> Those <are> drums. <laughs> Very amateur. Those your drums? Those your drums? <laughs> John, 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 do you remember the, John played a gig with, uh, with a friend of ours one night who shall remain nameless for the purposes of this story. Oh. But uh, his father showed up at the gig and they were pretty tuned up. And uh, drunk. <laughs> and, uh, and after the show, his father just walks up to him and just looks at him and goes, very amateurish, and walks out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks, Pops. I'm a grown man. He's still sticking it to me. <laughs> Very amateurish. Very amateurish. I remember that same guy. He, I, had, I found a bunch of comic books, mm-hmm. and he, he was a comic book. Uh, this guy's dad was into comic books, so he came over to look at this. is the same dude. He came over to look at my comic books, and he like went through them. He took like five out that were worth something. <laughs> he gave me like he gave me like fifty bucks. It was probably like you know who knows like Superman number one and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he left. He was all pissed off, though. <laughs> Came all the way here. I was like, listen, I don't give a fucking buy. Kind of, I don't want these. Take them, take them all. Out Get them out of here. Out of here. Out of here. Right. Little Abner, whatever you want. <laughs> take it. 
You got that Dondi. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you got Richie Rich. <laughs> the Casper. Who's the, who's the, who's the non dead version of Casper? I got 72 <laughs> Casper number twos. Yeah, plastic Man. <laughs> plastic Man, but he stretches like rubber. Yeah, stretchy arms. Stretch Armstrong. That mm-hmm. was before they made, uh, they, they made the hard plastic. Plastic was malleable. Right. <laughs> it's the magic substance, <laughs> my friend. Uh, yeah, so. It smells like Begalite. Plastic's <laughs> going places. <laughs> We'll be talking to Jim Atkins. That's going to be fun. Yeah. My yeah. God. What's going on with this show? I don't know. Too, the, the guests are almost too high caliber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been hoodwinked. What are they getting into? <laughs> Actually, I'm quite lowbrow. So, yeah, that's going to go on. I, I think Mario's not coming in. <laughs> is it he, the game, I think, right? I don't know. Is he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He brought, like, 13 kids to the game. Oh, he? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, it's his, or it's his anniversary. He one of those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> if it's his anniversary, he's definitely going to the game. Yeah. Uh, We're doing what I want to do. He did go to the game on his wedding anniversary. That's right, without his wife. That was with, a Saturday. With another woman. Yeah, that was the, uh, mm-hmm. the afternoon game. Somehow it was just fine. I thought he would go tomorrow when they're giving out the Thor bobbleheads. With, he is. I think the, he is. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Uh, he's got, I got to get that. That thing's going to be worth a lot of money, even more so now because the, the Deadspin pointed out that the. Uh, Handle of the hammer looks like a dong. Oh, oh, that's what that was. I didn't. See. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a penis. <laughs> penis. That's right. Uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be up on eBay. There, <laughs> they can't do anything. Does he put right. all that shit on eBay? They yeah, can't do anything. Yeah, that's all he does. Oh yeah. He, mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, he doesn't give it to his kids. He's a piece, a real piece of garbage. <laughs> He's a real piece of work. This guy. What a character. He also combs uh, the stands looking for uh, people that left them behind. Stubs. <laughs> or people that went to the bathroom and put them down. <laughs> He's got a shop vac on his back, and he's just sucking up all the garbage, and he gets home, and he sifts through them for coupons and tickets. Mm. Coupons. So he won't be coming he wouldn't, in. He wouldn't I, lay I, out the money for the metal detector. I'm pretty sure Tommy's coming in. I don't know. I don't listen to anybody. I get, Mario must have said 50 times he wasn't coming in, and, I'm, and Pat, Pat was yeah. like, I was surprised as anyway. Yeah. If I'm up to date to Mario's whereabouts. <laughs> the big news coming in on the sports wire here, Ryan. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, Ky- Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade. Yeah. And the Knicks are one of the teams, four teams he, he said he would go to. He wants to come back to New and, York. And now the Knicks said that um, we're going to blow it up. Uh, we're willing to trade Melo and a number one, uh, uh, not a number one, uh, a first. One and no, no. Number two on the piece should a, do. A first round, yeah, first, first rounder round and Melo. And like the rookie they, got, they just got and like. Right. Everybody you want to see, pretty much. And uh, with this just coming over in the wire, too. Uh, <laughs> this wire's going crazy over wow. there. <laughs> uh, um, he, there was a picture of Kyrie Irving in a Knicks jersey, and uh, Porzingis liked it Ooh. on Instagram Ooh. or Twitter or something like that. Yeah. News, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody liked something on he, Instagram. He's just setting himself up because there's no way. It's no, it's going to get real Nixie real quick. It's just right. get it's ready. Gonna, it's just going to get like, uh It's going to get very Nixie, just like the yeah. Mets started to play Oakland this afternoon. And it says, Joanna uh, Cespedes wants to end his career in Oakland. I love Oakland. And right underneath that on my phone, it says, Oakland, one to nothing <laughs> Mets. I'm like, they're doing it on purpose. The dong, bobblehead. The dick in the locker, every single person hurt, the freaking, you know, everything that could possibly happen. Somebody brained one of the Mets guys with a crowbar. Mr. Mets flipping people off. This guy, exactly. this, this guy says he wants to be on the team we're playing against. It's a freaking nightmare. At least you have the Rangers. Mm. They kind of win, right? Yeah, well, listen, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah. 
I think Vince Lombardi said that. <laughs> what the hell is going on out there? Either Vince Lombardi or Tom Landry's hat. And go out there and win, you piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm going to motivate you fuckers. Get out there and do something. You make me sick. Thanks for joining us, Trish. Uh, what's your deal? What's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah? You're just hanging out? Yeah, I'm just hanging out. Where do you live? In, uh, I live in Sunnyside. You live in Sunnyside? Yeah. Nice. I like Sunnyside. Born and raised in Sunnyside. All right. Yeah. Original chooch. Yeah. Nice. They say that Sunnyside's the funny side. Is that oh. true? <laughs> I don't know hey, about that. What side is the good side? Good side. Oh, you were right. born and raised in Sunnyside? Yeah. You still live there? I live on the south side, though, oh. so that's, uh, that's supposed to be the bad side. Oh, you live on the other side of Queens Boulevard. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Yep. The riffraff coming Yeah, right. You go, into uh, the, you go into the Bliss Tavern, mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> the jar bar. With some of the boys, yeah. you know. You, yeah. you get into a scrap on your way home from work. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like Pete did on the Yeah, I got a little yik yakking. I got into a scrap on the train the other day, too, Pete. Yeah, you get loud. Everyone gets scared. You know, it's pretty good. It works get, 99% loudly, of the time. It gets very loudly, indeed. It gets very loud. Bigly and loudly. Bigly and loudly. <laughs> What's going on with the community? In the morning, days? bigly and loudly this, coming at you. This guy gets on the train. He's fucking pissed off. He, he like pushes a guy out of the way. He's like, "Come on, you know, I have time Uh-oh. for this shit." Yeah, that's and he guys. starts, you know, he's just talking the whole time. One of these guys, you know, he's like, "I paid my fare. <laughs> if, I, if I was a teenager, I would jump the toll, but I paid my fare. And I'm going to work, and I'll take my backpack yeah. off and all this shit, or whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Go be crazy. We're all miserable. Me. Yep. But then, as I'm getting off the train, he throws a shoulder into me. Uh oh! Totally on purpose. Like he Shots threw it at me. fired. So I stop. I'm like, the fuck, you know? And this guy's bigger than me, and uh, you know, I was a little scared. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? He's like, no, you know, you say excuse me. I said, I, I said, I fucking said excuse me. Yeah. And I, and you threw your shoulder into me, you fucking dick. So now I'm standing. I'm holding. Is, is this in the morning or in the uh, this is coming in the, home? This is in the. Um, after, I was What's going in for an here? afternoon shift. This is about 2.15, 2.30. Oh, ooh, that's, a, that's too early that's to be that rough, angry. That's a rough crowd, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. The carpenters and, yeah, yeah. Right, so this guy's all right. pissed off. At, right, right, right. So uh, right. <laughs> I'm standing in the, the I'm standing home. there holding the door open, like, to, I'm, and the doors are closing on me, and I'm pushing them open so I can keep yelling at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he backed down. Thank God. I Causing he delays, He would have killed me. I'm glad I'm, you know. Yeah, I was I was grouchy, too. Fuck that guy. Just to come on a train and scream at everybody and then throw a shoulder into me on top of it? Yeah. Into me? You, you know, know who I am? You know who I am? I'm fucking I internet, <laughs> internet radio host. <laughs> I work too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ever hear of road dog trucking? Hello, Facebook. On Sirius XM? I guess us did that Shadow show. Shadow 163. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Jimmy Eat World. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Throw a shoulder into me. Yeah, you got yeah. nothing. Dropping the shoulder, man. That's yeah. You know yeah, he definitely aggressive. Yeah. he he didn't even drop. He threw it. He threw the shoulder oh, at me. Oh, oh, that's it. He yeah. gave me a quick. He gave me a quick zoom to the chest with the shoulder. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm pissed off too. I'm going to work. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, you, I'm where, ready. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. Where did he get off? This was a pen. I got off at 66th Street and he stayed on. Oh, where oh, okay. did he get off? Going up. Oh. Where did he get, he, oh yeah, where did he get off? Where did you get the he nerve? got off at, at Columbus. Uh, he got on at Columbus Circle, so it only took one stop for the <laughs> for the, for, for the nonsense to start. Oh, yeah. Brag about the two fifty you spent in the subway. I like it. So then I have all these like um like uh, visions of what happened after I got off the train because I don't know. It could be a world star. Like, like, yeah, in my mind, it's like everyone <laughs> applauded and was like, "That man's so, so, so brave. What a hero! True hero. Yeah. 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 Reenacting Working the whole man's, thing. I should have said this. Right. The jerk store called. 
That guy was probably ranting and raving for another 10 stops about that shit. That must have been great. You believe that guy? If it was 10 years ago, if it was this, it was that. I'm still ranting about it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Four days later in the radio. You hung on to it for the show. (laughs) This really sucks. Dickhead. Now I got to watch out for the guy. Because I think it's a big I'm, town, John. Yeah, it's true. Well, b- believe me, I run into people I know all the time. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, the biggest little town you'll ever know. about it. Do you ever, when you're commuting, you see somebody you know, like you know well, and you're just like, I'm just going to pretend I don't see that person. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, totally. In, in the morning, it's like that unsaid yeah, thing where like it's the, you know, I know you, but I don't know you. That's I'm the not, deal. I'm not yeah. feeling folksy at this yeah. moment, right. especially if you saw him yesterday. Right. What does that guy always say? Like, um. How you doing? Good, you know, like he always says something. To oh, you. Uh, like, when I, when doing my, well? Or? Yeah, when my friend sees <laughs> your mother in, yeah. in the morning, he, he says, "Good and you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before anything is said, "Good and you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Because it's like you don't want to. You know, all right, when you see somebody you know and you haven't seen it in a while, and you're about to get on the train, you're like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right, cool." You you try to go your separate ways because you don't. Then you're stuck sitting there with for a half an hour with the person. Oh, I'm you going to different cars. I run out of things to talk about on this show in five minutes. I don't need to sit next to somebody for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's before like eight. You know. Oh, you're talking about going to different cars? Oh, no. I'll, I've, I'll I've get been, up and move. I've been known to move. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Just right. to avoid this conversation. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm it's great. Uh huh. Yeah. No, bar's pull, the, fine. pull the emergency brake uh-huh. so you don't have to be yeah. <laughs> the dead man. Get arrested. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that sounds horrible. Like if you live outside of New York, probably that you don't want to chat with yeah, somebody. It's, not you know, it's like, no. I don't know. I'm so out. You're miserably going to work. I only want to travel. Subway's not a great place. Buzz off. Yeah, Yeah, no one's happy there. You want to get it over with. The subway, you're kind of forced there. The railroad... You can you can walk to a different car or something, or pretend you have to go to the bathroom. Well, now you could you could run into somebody, and there'll be a derailment. So then you get stuck with them. <laughs> three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no air conditioning. In the mm-hmm. ER. Yeah. Still talking about beet salad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Delicious. Oh my god, it's so hot here. It's like 100 million degrees, and uh, I, I go to get on the train. I, I go to 59th Street, and I'm waiting on the train platform, and uh, it's fucking sweltering. And the train's like, oh, it's the train's coming in two minutes. I'm like, beautiful. Yeah. I get on. There's no air conditioning. I'm like, Fuck. Oh. It's hotter in there. You got to look at the people inside and see if they're sweating. Danny and I were. And then you get on another one. It's too empty. The the funniest thing was it was the most crowded car. It was like people are nuts. I went out to the air conditioning car. Much less people. Jesus. They're not thinking. Much less people. Danny and I were. uh, We we take the train together to rehearsal on Monday evenings. Mm. And uh, we'd been hanging out. We hung out for like four (laughs) days straight. And so we were completely out of things to talk about. <laughs> and the train gets stopped in the tunnel for like 12 minutes. Tunnel. And we're just sitting there. We have no cell phone service, so we can't stare into our phones. And so we're just sitting there next to each other. And finally, Dan just like breaks the silence. He just goes, um, I like a beet salad. Do you like a beet salad? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, I like a beet salad. Where do you get that from? I order in. Really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I order in. Yeah, yeah, seamless. I didn't know they They, delivered it all. They Mm -hmm. drop it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right through the door. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, we got to do something. You're like two um, uh, baseball commentators who, because like 162 games, they they really run out of shit, especially (laughs) the games. One time I was listening to the Yankee game on the radio, and and one guy goes, uh, I think it was like Michael Kay. Remember that guy, Pete? Waldman? Uh, And no, it was just pre-Waldman. And he goes, uh. Do you smell spaghetti? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. And John Sterling goes, no. You're having a and, stroke. And that was it. He's stroking <laughs> out. Yeah. And that was it. That's it one was... of the signs of a stroke, actually. Yeah, Your left arm tingles and you smell spaghetti. <laughs> and nickels. <laughs> smells like a bank. If you, if you start smelling lasagna, it's, the end is near. Oh, that's it. The end is nigh. 
It's the, it's the, the, four, the four horsemen smell like lasagna. <laughs> now that's Italian. Lasagna is the fourth horseman. Live from the broadcast <laughs> radio nope in the nine o'clock hour, I'll be talking to Jim Adkins of the band, the famous rock band, Jimmy Eat World. Where's they're he calling in from? Band. They're calling in. He's I don't know where he's calling. They Arizona, played, right? Arizona's no, but they're on tour. They played in Camden, New Jersey last night. Ah, oh. lovely Camden. And they're playing in Toronto tomorrow, so they have a day off today. So I'm not sure if they're halfway on the Just road. The beautiful, or maybe the beautiful sights of downtown Camden. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, that's I think the way we planned it. The ferry around Camden. Right. I think if I'm Jimmy Eat World, I I book out of Camden, a straight run up to Toronto, and sleep in the hotel room for the night. That's what I'm thinking. That's so, what I would do. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this, yeah. I don't know if we're breaking some kind of laws with the Canadian Skype, but hey. <laughs> We're not allowed to use Skype from Canada? Well, I don't know. Everyone go out and buy Skype.ca. <laughs> buy Skype. It's great. Download Skype. You're going to yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Give us free credit, Skype. We need it. Yeah. We went on a Mets field trip. I heard. Monday. You went on a disaster. inbox. My inbox was a disaster. Was Why was fun. I tagged in that? I didn't even know you were in it until you're like, <laughs> how do I get out of this fucking thing? <laughs> Some group me message with Mario. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't bad enough that there was four days of fucking horse shit leading up to it. Then afterwards, he's like, does anybody have my sunglasses? I'm like, what the fuck? Where are my cards? <laughs> oh, no. There's a, the, the event doesn't end when the, it's over in, in a Mario group message. You will, you know, he'll, yeah, he's lost something. He wants to know, you know, what happened to this? What happened to that guy? Does anyone have a spare bobblehead? <laughs> he was. He seemed so drunk to me, Ryan. He's like, I, he, he swore was, he only had one beer. I didn't get. I don't get it. I mean, there was uh, a giant territorially beer. drunk with too. the ice. Yeah. With the, the ice <laughs> he was leaving a his sign. beers in other people's. Um, I mean, not next to him. I across mean, the across aisle. the aisle in their cup holders. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> wow. Gotta take. I know he's always got to take extra. I never saw you with a beer once that night, John. Did yeah, you, I didn't uh, drink did that you night. Take it east, as they say. I took it east. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I had a premio sausage sandwich though. That <laughs> Delicious. <was nice. laughs> that, was, that was my the extent of my indulgent. Yeah. We went like here's another example of how he always has to take a little extra. We oh. went pitch and putt, which is you got, just take. Can, can you just take a little <laughs> extra? Um, it's like golfing, but. It's like grown-up mini golf. It's right? short. Yeah, you only need two clubs and like the nearest hole, the far- furthest hole is like ninety yards away. Wait, so you pitch and putt. You yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk yeah. it. Yeah. You Why walk don't you it. say that? You walk. It's right by. Uh, it's right by uh, City right. Field. Mm-hmm. So we do that, and uh, he's he's like, oh, we'll take two shots each. You know, I'm like, you can't do that. For the people playing behind you, and he just has to get in like another. Sh- he has to get in. Extra. So we miss. It turns out we accidentally missed two holes, right? Because we started blaming Frank for scoring it wrong, <laughs> and then we realized we missed two holes. So we go back and to play those two holes, and then he he wants to play the next two holes we already played again. He's like, "It's free holes, free holes." I'm like, "Oh, can we just go?" <laughs> it's almost over. Just shut up. Was that like 90 degrees that day too? Yeah, it that was a hot one. Wasn't yeah. that bad out? No. It, I mean, it was, it was probably bad, but it wasn't. Game time was perfect. It was nice because yeah, we're all nice and easy breezy up there. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a fun crowd we had. Why, why is my Mets the, game not on, by the way? Is that dude in the golf cart driving around selling Budweiser's? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, now they have... They, Lift they up to, your clubs. They used to have nice... And hoist pitch, your Budweiser's. Pitches of beer, but now they just have oh. cans of, like, shock top or something. Is that guy with mm. the giant cigars still there? No, I didn't see him with the, the guy with the sty on his eye that looks at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got, a, he's got a big gap in his tooth that's just eating away from all the smoke. He smokes like Churchill-sized uh, cigars. He's too. never the sty guy. He got any gum? Got any gum? Here's a quarter. Go get a rat to gnaw that thing <laughs> off your face. Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I win. 
the Ryan game. <laughs> so that was crazy. Who was there? It was like Aton, Mursky, Aton, Ryan, me, Tommy Rockstar, and his lady. Josh was there. Josh. Josh, Josh gave me a free ticket to fish for next year. J.O. Shulman. Yeah. Sorry. Wish crazy. me luck. I know. It's weird. I've never been. Peach. There, I thought you hate fish. I do, but I'll check it out, I guess. I don't know. It's oh. free, right? Yeah, it's free. It's, you know. What happened to you? You can say you saw it. Yeah, isn't that's, it, isn't it's it a odd? notch on the belt. Isn't it odd for a person? <laughs> You're a real completist. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it odd for, for a person to love the Grateful Dead and hate fish? Is that a strange thing? I don't know. No? I don't know. Juxtaposition. Yeah, you never thought about a, that? I know a couple who don't, you know, and mm. I always kind of lump myself in with that. But Why do you hate fish? Do you think they're like posers? They're like fake Grateful Dead? No, it's kind of boring to me. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a fish is boring, as, a, <laughs> as opposed to the electricity <laughs> of the Grateful the Dead. The nuns, the drum action. action. Yeah. <laughs> How do they make two drums? Two drummers sound like half a drum kit. <laughs> the shoes in the dryer. Fateful <laughs> Dead. Buy a whole seat, but you only need the edge. It's fish at the Smoothie King Center this Friday night. <laughs> no, they're in town tonight. <laughs> Fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> Ram it down your throat with Trey Anastasio and the boys. Be prepared for a 17-minute guitar solo that will blow your mind. You like light shows. <laughs> this show has everything. 17-minute guitar solos, drum solos, bass solos, white people. A bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Oh, go. It's fish. <laughs> Special guest Slayer. Fresh catch of the day. These guys are really harsh in my buzz. <laughs> it's too much thrash. Slayer just comes out yeah. and kills everyone. Man, why is he screaming war? <laughs> what are the rules made of stone? I love this ironic performance art. <laughs> so, yeah, I got that look. No, open. I'm not into older women. Oozy of ooze. Hey, guys, it's Fish. How many of you guys are into older women? <laughs> <laughs> Who's from Vermont? Hello, Stanford. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna shoot you with my penis juice. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, ah. yeah. so that was the fish bit. That's so, good coffee. So fish yeah. was good, huh? <laughs> I'll let you know if I make it through the whole thing. I might just pass out and go to sleep. <laughs> I hope it's better than our description. Get up front, motherfuckers. Know. Bring a pillow. <laughs> See you in the pit. <laughs> Open this pit up. <laughs> <laughs> Smash a box of wine over your friend's head. <laughs> box of rain. <laughs> and in the parking lot, we got dream catchers. <laughs> Who likes nitrous? 18 to get in, 21 to get down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fish. Fucking, Fucking fish. fish. Holy shit, Jay. Meet me in the come down pit. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen a fucking misting tent like this before. (laughs) Here to rock your face off. Paul, I love them fish. (laughs) (laughs) With a P, Paul. Got any? (laughs) That's ah, that's right, Bob. (laughs) Fish. A lot of of our audience has has gone to see Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, that's at the uh, Barclays. It's the big Iron Maiden concert. They're still kicking, huh? I guess. Got to cash that check. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This plane ain't going to fly itself. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie has a lifestyle to maintain. <laughs> next next exactly. thing you know, they'll have yeah. to fly the plane themselves. Yeah. I got to pl- pay for plane storage. <laughs> Eddie, 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 don't come cheap. I need fucking fencing equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, just get Eddie to like catapult them into the next city with his giant arm. Iron Maiden. <laughs> fencing. Airplanes. 
Heavy metal. Aces high. <laughs> <laughs> They've got it all. <laughs> You've heard of Iron Maiden and the Trooper. Well, this is nothing like it. It's fucking fish. Power slave. <laughs> oh, boy. You wanted the best. <laughs> you got the best. You had the rest. Now it's time. Go fuck yourself, everybody. It's cold play. You had a bad day in the booth. <laughs> Should I do everybody. that again? You want me to roll that back? Go fuck yourselves. I hate all of you. I can do it better. The wall of sound. Hold on. <clears throat> Pardon me. I can do it better. Hold on. One. It's fucking fish. With special guest Coldplay. Coming to the Applebee's Civic Center. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, what's the name of the, the White Sox thing now? Is that they, changed, they, they, they changed it from... Uh, Cellular America, whatever the crap that was. Like the Under Armour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guaranteed rate field. Yeah, it's like a payday just, loan. It's the usurer <laughs> field. Guaranteed rate field. For a great low rate, you could get on time. <laughs> 20% interest. Go to the general and save some time. <laughs> Cut rate. <laughs> Reverse mortgage arena. <laughs> Precious metals. <laughs> Mortgaging your future. <laughs> One seat at a time. Reverse mortgage. Guaranteed return. <laughs> <laughs> we buy all prescriptions. <laughs> we buy prescriptions field. Are you owed a big settlement but need money now? <laughs> need money now, stadium. <laughs> Are you in a pinch? <laughs> Can we take advantage of you in a moment of need, stadium? This guy walks out of the... the, uh, the um, Sound booth. He goes out there. I'll have a, a large cup. Hey, look, Tommy stole please. a girl's purse. <laughs> Tommy's here. It's Tommy's a Kate, here. And it's he's, a Kate Spade. He's got some kind of yeah. a Kate Spade beach bag there. Is it insulated at least? For the beer. <laughs> Tommy can't even get under the bar without balls. his balls being broken. He's on his knees. <laughs> his knees crawling. He made it to a microphone. He's such a long, tall guy. Long, tall guy is my favorite, <laughs> Little Richardson. <laughs> What's up, Tommy? What's up, guys? How's it going? I'm doing well. How are yeah, you? I'm doing well. How, how was Guns N' Roses last night? Your special oh, no. secret series in the Apollo, man. At the Apollo right. Theater. Right. At the Apollo Theater. The Apollo Theater. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> They've got it all. Bloating. Do you like Sandman? <laughs> Dude, I saw the stump. They got the stump in the corner. Yeah. They got the stump. <laughs> Rub the line. <laughs> You'll get the hook. <laughs> Were the Apollo dancers there? No, but... Uh, Guns N' Roses featuring the Apollo dancers. <laughs> and Mastodon. Steve Harvey presents. Exactly. Dizzy Reed got hooked off the stage. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sandman, no! <laughs> Dizzy Reed. Boxfoot. Boxfoot? Boxfoot, that's right. Chicken wing. Boxfoot, the Chicken wing, Zimmerman. <laughs> Pistachio head. Put your hands together for Boxfoot. Live from 125. <laughs> Oyster toe. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. Slash. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Slash. Yeah. Slash will be there, sure. Sure, it's not as fun to say, but he's the face of the band, for God's sakes. Dude, uh, Eddie Trunk opened that show, man. Oh, yeah? He was like the, the MC. With his acoustic, acoustic numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no Eddie, one understands me. Eddie Trunk in the straight shot. A trunk full of emotion. 
He was the yeah. MC. Trunk pool feeling. Yeah. Now you're stuff. riding with the trunk. It's <laughs> like a bad blues. W-N-E-W. <laughs> I got a trunk full of Chicago blues. <laughs> Why don't you ride in my trunk? That was Billy Ocean's failed follow-up to get into my car. <laughs> <Ride in it. laughs> get into my trunk. Get into, get into my, my trunk. trunk. Hey, you. <laughs> get into my trunk. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it. Now I got you riding in my trunk. A footlocker. If you don't know how to behave. So what, he came out and what, did a show? Like a no, talk he show just, first? He didn't, well, he was there. He brought to do Kip Winger to open up. Did he do shtick? Well, he, first of all, it was Sirius XM, uh, like an event. So he was there emceeing the whole thing on the air live because they broadcasted it live nationally. Cool. Ooh. And then uh, he got on stage and like kind of introduced them. And he was like, you know... I forget what he said. I wasn't even paying attention, but he was—he was pretty good. <laughs> Apparently, he was great. <laughs> I have no idea what he was talking Did about. He reached uh, swimming, swimming to Cambodia or something. No, <laughs> no. Wait, somebody <laughs> opened there. Yeah. He sat down like Garrison yeah. Keeler. Right, Spalding Gray. Desk. It was the band, the Kills, yeah. that opened up. Dude, I used to tour with them like 20 years ago. That girl looks totally nothing I that like that. Was kind of cool. Yeah, they Kills. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. What's Robin Williams really like? <laughs> Was, you know, <laughs> was he a sad clown? Man, that shit was super sold out, man. It was 1,500 people, and I would say only about 300 of them were Guns N' Roses fans. That's how fucked up it was. And it was all men. Wow. It's all corporate Industry bullshit. Types, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suit and tie crowd. Yep. Yep. So, so how'd you get in? You, you exhausted all your... Uh, your uh, ins and avenues, and you ended up just, like, walking into a ticket, huh? And who, just who, who as, you as you do. Yeah, miracle. Yeah. <laughs> who were you with? I was with my buddy Dave. He does uh, sound at Terminal. I don't know Dave. You don't know Dave. He does sound at Terminal <laughs> 5. Here. But he plays he, keyboard. He's better known for making rice balls. He runs this company called Aaron Sini Brothers. Okay. He makes these All rice right. balls. Again with the plugs. And so he randomly <laughs> won a ticket, and he called me up and was like, that's the time, yeah. my wife's out of town, and you're coming with me. Huh. The biggest balls in town. Ball. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, can't beat a good rice Look, ball. my wife's out of town, and I need to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I offered with me. Yeah. I offered him like anal sex straight up. I was like, thank you, oh. dude. Oh. <clears throat> he was like, anus. Wow. But it was like... Like yeah, I think you shouldn't have showed your cards like that. Yeah, <laughs> should, have exactly. waited, should have waited for him to say, like, buy me a beer or something yeah, exactly. First. Well, I went to go buy Only a beer. Only anal for diamonds, Tommy. <laughs> diamonds. Diamond Dave. I went to go buy him a beer, but I couldn't because it was all free. Like, everything oh, in the shit. club was all open wow. bar. Wow, really? Then they gave us two free T-shirts. Oh, yeah? And free posters and free was ponchos. Coca-Cola commercial Poncho. with the uh, Mean Joe Green, like Axel Rose through <laughs> the tunnel. Is hey, Tommy. Hey, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a Bud one. Was there any meet and greet? <laughs> meet and greet stuff at this one? Or no? no, but I did see like Axel's handlers, like uh, Beta Uh-oh. and her son Fern- Fernando. Beta. They were out front. You know? <laughs> the Star Star Trek characters? Yeah. Don't wander on us, Axel. You got a show yeah. in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Those, <laughs> are, those are Axel's handlers, Alpha and I, Beta. I did see you take. <laughs> was there a song in the set that you did not uh, ta- videotape? Yeah, I didn't videotape like... 80% of it. No, oh, okay. Was I it an know. hour? How long did they play? Three hours. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Jeez. It was the whole tour of what you would see at like What, like 1 day. o'clock? Or how late did it yeah, go? Yeah, I got out like 2 in the morning. It was did crazy. they play wow. um, what time did they go Welcome to the Jungle? 10.30? Like 10, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Jungle was third. Uh, they opened That's up. Your, what? All right. Well, well it's so easy. <laughs> Shouldn't that be first? <laughs> no, they exactly. strangely, they don't do that. Yeah, Tommy, yeah, Tommy got their set list well, tattooed to his arm. Knocking on heaven's door. They got to warm up with those two songs because they're easier songs. I yes. Think. It's, it's so a easy. Low register. And Mr. Right. Brownstone are, are technic- technically probably uh, simpler songs for them to play. Low and slow. And then they get into it. And then it's then it's time to go to the jungle. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then that's they go. Then they go straight to Chinese Demok, and then that's Whoa. where oh, that's when the that's when the free beer comes in handy. Yes. Right? <laughs> Chinese Demok. You don't approve. No. <laughs> 
And that's where uh, Slash starts playing the new stuff that Chickenhead wrote or whatever his name is. <laughs> Chicken Foot. Box Chicken Foot. Chicken Oyster. <laughs> I, I can really that guy with the head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Godfather theme. <laughs> Roosterhead with Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Steve Vai, and Chad Wackerman, or whatever it's that guy's the second name. best band of all time. Joe Basamasa. At the Facha Prout Civic Center. <laughs> Downtown Philadelphia. Facha Prout Civic Center. We got to get up enough money and, and, and just, buy the Facha yeah, Prout Center? And, and name. We got to get a stadium naming. What do you need? Like a, like 10 mil for that or something? Yeah, that's yeah. all. Let's do a Patreon. We'll buy Forest Hills. Let's do a Patreon. We'll throw that together and we'll make it like you oh, know the yeah. Stu Nod Center or something. Mm. Like that. Your, your buddy Chris Saxis, is that how you pronounce it? I just call him Chris T. Yeah. All right, Chris T. He he got bummed at me because I was hitting him up to get in and he's like, I got you covered. And then he's like, I don't got you covered. And then he was like, maybe last minute I'll get you in. And then I fell into the shit and he was like, yeah. I worked at Sirius for 15 years and I can't get in and you get in. And I'm like, what do you want oh, to do? Oh, he didn't get in? Yeah. Oh, shit. He was clamoring to go to a Guns N' Roses show. Was I guess lots of people. <laughs> yeah. There's a line around the block trying to, people trying to get in. It's the theater, man. Yeah. It's the room. It's a legitimate yeah. theater. Yeah. Terrorist incident. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's my least favorite EP of there. The terrorist the terrorist incident. Incident. My yeah, snake pit EP. Yeah. You smell spaghetti? Hey, uh, speaking of which, um, do you want to announce that contest we have going on today? That's not a segue. No, it's totally not really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom, you have tickets to give away? Yeah, we have tickets to give All away right. for, t- for a Jimmy Eat World. You're kidding me. Yeah, we what do. are those tickets? They are... Big, like a real show, ticket giveaway. Yeah, to commemorate our guest Jim Atkins tonight, we've got yes. two free tickets to see two. to see Jimmy Eat World at the Shoreline Amphitheater in oh, uh, Mountain View, California. That's a nice room. Yeah. yeah so one lucky listener. Shoreline. They're playing Shoreline. Yeah, what part of California a, is that? San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. So if you live so anywhere, it's right on the shoreline. No, it's like half an hour from. It's, so you know. it's up between two of our listeners. If you live yeah. in the Bay Area. <laughs> uh, you know, call in 718-577-2716. Shoreline's and, uh, cool, man. We'll just give you those tickets. Thank you. That's right. We're not going to make them yeah. jump through a hoop or yeah. something? No. No Ryan game, nothing? You, no, <laughs> we'll be lucky right if there's one person from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's between, like, San Francisco and, like, San Jose. We're very popular right? with the tech crowd. Yeah, so there you go. If you're in the San Francisco, yeah. San Jose uh, kind of area. in San Paulo or no, wherever it's called. Whatever. Oh, Alto. San Pedro. Oh, Alto, yeah. Uh, and you want to go see Jimmy Eat World, all you have to do is call into the barrage and we'll give you those tickets. And they're yours. Yeah. You know, just kind of answer that? a question. What's that number again, John? 718-577-2716. Call in live from the barrage. Win Jimmy Eat World tickets at the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to have Jim Atkins of Jimmy Eat World that on the correct. phone. And we'll be interviewing him, which is an exciting time for me. Yeah, baby. By the way, next week uh, we have an exciting guest. And we have more exciting guests coming up. Coming I don't even know about this. This is uh, next week is Dr. Rob Davidson. He's running for Congress in Mi- Michigan. Cool. We'll ask him about that. Doctor. And uh, August fourth, we have something is brewing. I don't know what it is. It's yet. confirmed. It's confirmed. I don't know if we can announce it, but it's confirmed. All right, well, we'll see if uh, Brad tells us we can, or we will. And we'll skip to August eleventh <coughs> when we have Noel E. Monk on. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, I'm excited about this one. Oh my God. He he wrote this new book called Running with the Devil. Oh, new yeah. Van Halen book. That's going to be cool. He was on tour uh, with uh, Van Halen in the early years from like 78 to 85. And now he's dishing. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the sweetest spot. And he's ready to dish. Dude, that's no joke. He's been on like CNN and shit with that stuff and like yeah, John man. Stewart or whatever. Was he yeah, on I think CNN? Ha- yeah, Howard was talking about it. Yeah. He was. Yeah. And I just Ooh, got So we don't get him first? <laughs> we get him second. Ooh, Ooh, we got this guy coming Ooh, in, Robin. 
<laughs> this guy, it's wild, wild story. <laughs> Who knows what did we get him? Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. He's been doing like the, the rounds and. Uh, did you read any of it yet? I have not. Yeah. But Leah has. She you just. Have it? Yeah. She's Where? really excited about it. I bet. Yeah. So we're part of his junket. Yeah, we're literally part of his junket. Whoa. Oh, there we go. <coughs> oh, it's hardcover. John's got an advanced copy. Any, an advanced any pictures copy. in there? I'm going to read the shit out of oh, that. Oh, yeah, lots of pictures. What is that book called there, Pat? This book is called Running with the Devil by Noel E. Monk. Yeah. You know, John, uh, David Lee Roth was in the news this week. Oh, was he? Yeah, he showed up to a party in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken, with 16 girls around his arms. <laughs> My man. It's not, not compensated it's a virtual harem. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah David Lee Roth harem. Harem of concubines? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he, I, like doesn't he live like in the mountains or something? Why don't he get a horse and move up to the mountains? Come an stop EMT. Bothering stop bothering people. Oh. Yeah. That guy. Diamond, dude. He's all busy. It's Diamond Dave. We'll be talking to uh, Noli Monk on August 11th. That's going to be fun times, man. Is it the, it's the 11th, right? I mean, yeah. how much time? I mean, you know, without giving too much away in the book, I mean, you, can, you can go on forever. There's probably a story of an hour with, in that tour bus. Yeah, super stoked on that one. Freaking mayhem in there. Yeah. Got to read it. And the sex, pen, one. the sex pistols, too, right? Yeah. yeah for, for, for like yeah. They're in, a week in New York. Johnny, like, Johnny, we got to play New York. Yeah, that was a bad week for the sex pistols. <laughs> There you go. 718. We're going to take a break. 718-577-2716. Call in and win tickets to Jimmy Eat World. We'll be talking to Jim Atkins at the 9 p.m. hour. You're on Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. Here's some brand new Jimmy Eat World. They have a new album. It is called Integrity Blues. And here is a song off of that. Stick around. Through. Stick around. More Live from the Barrage yeah. coming up. Sounds so great, everything you're saying Do lies out loud, change anything Go get mad, have a child's tantrum Till everyone knows how wrong you've been
call. You're on the air. Hello. Hello, John Houlihan. Yes, yes. Uh, hello, sir. Can you hear me? John Houlihan. Yes, I'm calling to find out if the Jimmy Eat World tickets are still available. Uh, come on, Bono. I know this is you, Bono Vox. Wait. How did you guess? <laughs> I know you're working on your uh, impressions trying to disguise your voice and stuff, but it's not going to work. You're always calling for tickets, and they, oh, you give other people a chance, for God's sakes. No, I, it's, it's, it's time for me to find what to, out what a real rock and roll band sounds like. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> you like- I especially like their third song that you just played. It's a bit of a departure, but I like it. <laughs> that, 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 that was... That was that was Trans Am. Yeah, sorry, Bono. That was Trans Am. That, that's that's my favorite Jimmy Eat World song. <laughs> no, I, I hope they play that one over and over. <laughs> that's not the repeat not one. The, you know, is the, is there a song Bono that you will not play in concert anymore? Bono Vox. Uh, well, <laughs> n- no. <laughs> <laughs> Sign the check. <laughs> Bono, where are you calling in from tonight? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out here in San Francisco. I'm about to go on stage. I, I, I'm in a very popular rock and roll band called U2. Oh. <laughs> right. Never heard of them. Yeah. I've heard of you. Who? Yes. yes. Yeah, I've heard. I, you know, some, sometimes people say to me when I'm doing, I'm dabbling in my, my comedy, they say to me, Bono, don't quit your day job. <laughs> and, I, and I say to them, I don't have a day job. I'm a singer in a rock and roll band. Clever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you love. If you, if you, if you, what do they say? If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life if you do what you yeah, love. Isn't that right, Bono? That's exactly right. That's exactly what they say to me, too. You're prescient. <laughs> <laughs> How is the comedy going, by the way? <laughs> when does it start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this part of the act? Wait, is that Patrick Walsh? Yeah. I don't know why every time every time I call in I get a hard time from the help. <laughs> the help. Oh man. That's rough. It's rough. It zinged. I'm sorry, Bono. Speaking of the help, I, I a couple of weeks ago I saw Tommy Rockstar out in the crowd at me show. Did you? Oh yeah, I was right. I saw him at the uh, Giant Stadium, right? Start to miss. That's right. Tommy took a day off from seeing Guns N' Roses every fucking time they play <laughs> Come and see me band. How could I not? <laughs> Tommy loves to go see Guns N' Roses. Yeah, okay, so anyway, I know that Tim Adkins is going to call in soon, Yeah. but I have one, I, 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 just, I, I want to ask you one question. Yes. How many times tonight are you going to say, Jimmy, eat this? <laughs> Zero. I, yeah, right, I think right, you right. just hit the quota. more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to rob your material. I know you get a lot of mileage <laughs> off that. One. I know. Well, maybe you're better served as a writer for the show, and you could write and uh, send you know send your ideas in, and I, I like could that. I could read them and take credit. Well. That, I, that wouldn't surprise me, Johnny. Let's put it that way. Comedy stylings of Paul Houston, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll do it with well, or without you, my friend. That's all I can say. Make sure. New York. That would give Eight million. Me, oh, Sorry, Bono. I lost him there. What, what, what was that, Bono? That would give me great pride. But oh. now it's time to make me exit to uh, where this. Uh, streets have no name. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, Could you right. sing a little bit of one of your hits for us, Bono? No. <laughs> he gets paid a lot of money. Now we owe him $5 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you later, Bono. Aaron Gobra. There's Bono Vox. Fair play. Famous nice. rock and roll band, U2.
bit of a hothead. I didn't appreciate being called the help. He's just, a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> In just a moment, we'll have Jim Atkins of Jimmy World. Hey, at least he Live didn't call the, the schlub. Back yeah. after this. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey. This is this is Jim. Hey Jim, it's John. How you doing? Hey John, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you good. How's how's my uh, connection? You back? sound great, man. You're live on the air. Thanks so much for calling in. Sweet. Okay, I'll withhold the uh, expletives of of joy and success then. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can go crazy. It's hats off to Larry here. It's it's all right. You can say whatever you like, sir. Uh, thanks. Where are you calling in from? Buffalo, New York. Oh, Ooh. I see. So you guys stopped in Buffalo on the way to Toronto, and you're going to sack out there. Is that the plan? Yep. Nice. Is there anything to do in Buffalo? Uh, there's eating things. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys getting to eat? Yeah. That's all the questions I have are about Buffalo, by the way. I hope that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot to talk about in Buffalo. Um, yeah, we're staying at some place that used to be an insane asylum, oh, wow. and now it's a hotel. Ooh. Yeah, I know that's that's kind of a point of interest. It's it's pretty cool though. Now, if you spend, get, if you spend the night, do you own the own the hotel? No, this isn't MTV's Fear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just you, you you get to pay them money to do that. This is uh, we're talking to Jim Atkins, of course, of the band Jimmy Eat World. Their new record is called Integrity Blues. You can pick that up everywhere, right? I mean, where can uh, where's the best place to buy the album that helps you guys out the, the most? Does it matter? I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Uh, you know, iTunes is probably, uh, um, you know, right. a good place to get the digital version of it. That you can also like do a little bit of recon and find your your, uh, your local record shop that might have the vinyl of it. Yeah, I saw that you guys had vinyl of it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, or and if nowhere else around you has the vinyl and you want it, you can go to our website jimmyroll dot com nice. to to purchase purchase that <laughs> How do you, are, you, are you happy with the new album do you like it yeah um i'm really proud of it i think it's our best work um and probably one of our our best albums you know it's tough because like you i think we've done a really good job of of um you know making sure that like when we make an album it's it's our best work you know and that and that means like what you've learned about making records and you know where you're at you know your your technical ability at that moment um and just trying to like fuse both of those into uh you know realizing the ideas that you have and um you know but within that there's definitely like a, a gradient of of uh of uh i don't know there's something there's something different about 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 Integrity Blues that I think just kind of, for me, it, it, it stands out in the, the catalog. Where did you record this time? We did it in L.A. Um, just kind of, you know, different studios out there. Like, we did the typical uh, record drums in the very expensive big room place and then move and do the bulk of the work in a, um, in a smaller studio. Oh, so you don't record live? Some of it is, but I mean, you usually, for us, it's kind of pointless because we like to go back and really, really get, you know, uh, sort of like craft the, the nuances of each specific thing that you want it, that we're, that we're trying to play. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that usually means like we we go back and burn over like whatever whatever hold whatever uh, initial tracks that we were recording while we were doing drums. Yeah, but we are playing. I mean, this this record though, we, at every pass that we did a drum take, there is all four of us playing. But we ended up going back and <laughs> and recutting everything. All right, and then you layer a bunch of stuff on stuff. It sounds pretty layered. I don't know. I, don't, I hate to make comparisons, but I hear some Smiths in this new record, some Wilco. Maybe a little bright eyes kind of things going on. Is that is that fair? Does that make any sense to you? Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, those those are all groups that sometimes more is a lot more. You know, sometimes less is a lot more. It yeah. just depends on the the tune and you know. I I think I think uh, as we as we started working on each of the songs, it, it just kind of showed itself to us as far as how much we felt it needed to be a complete thing. Like there's some, there's some, there's some parts in the album that are very sparse and there's other parts where it's like maximum track count. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm digging the record, man. It's real good. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you calling in. What's the meaning of the title of the record? Integrity blues. Is, is there a story behind that? It's a, uh... Well, you know, it, it's it's one of the song. It's the title. It's the title track of the of the record. Um, there's a song called Integrity Blues, and yeah. I think it just felt like that song itself kind of summed up a lot of what the record is, you know, thematically sort of dealing with. Um, and and that's the the. Uh, you know, we, we I think in the course of everyone's quest for contentment and happiness, like it, you know, I think a lot of energy is wasted just on you know chasing the wrong targets, right? And uh, it can feel like lonely work sometimes. Well, how long did it take for you to put this album together, like from a writing perspective? This album was a little bit different because we we were writing a lot of it as we were recording. Um, that's so I think it was like <laughs> it, dangerous. Yeah, all in with no plan B is kind of like that's oh. the way to roll, man. You know. Yeah, Otherwise, you got no the fun. you got the bread. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> in studio well, time. You know, you guys earned it. You know, it. it's 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 all it's all your own money at the end of the day. Yeah, right. Yep. yep. So it's, it's it's not it's not exactly comfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I would say like from, you know, November until April, you know, from from start to finish. Sounds about I right. want to go back to what you said before. Are you a lonely guy? Is it lonely at the top? Mm-hmm. Is it is it is, would, is it hard man, to be lonely? I am I am far from the top. But I, but, uh, you're pretty close. But but. I see, I'm 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 really grateful for where I am, but you know, it's it's uh cuz I think a lot of Far, there's there's so many people that never get to do the things I've 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 gotten to do, but you know there's definitely there's it. definitely high, there's definitely higher echelon to work at. Right, well, you guys have had sustained success. I'm pretty good at math. I think you're a band for almost 25 years. That seems crazy to me. Wow. That's nuts. It is it is crazy. You know, it's it's, it's an old cliche, dude. but it goes fast, doesn't it, my friend? 
doesn't it? Aging's not a choice. <laughs> I was watching an interview with you. You look the same. What the hell, are you? I don't know what you're doing. After the show, you know, send me an email. Let it's me Arizona. Know, let me know what kind of skin cream you're using or something. You look, you look fantastic, buddy. Thank you. Hey, not, thanks. I'm, you know, I'm just, go. <laughs> just uh, one man's opinion. <laughs> you ever, oh, so you never recorded with Steve Alvini, huh? Uh, we haven't recorded with Steve Albini. Oh, oh that's a shame. I have. <laughs> is it do you find when you're writing the new album and stuff and because um you know you're known for this your um biggest hits are like these anthemic songs do you do you concern yourself with trying not to write another anthemic song or do you try to or do, or is it just whatever happens happens i think we just go with like what we're excited about uh, you know i think that there's there's just a certain for whatever reason like the, you know, the musical foundation of stuff that, that, that we've, you know, come up with and the kinds of things that interest us and the kinds of songs that, you know, music that we feel is challenging and rewarding to play just kind of, it sort of, it sort of falls into that category of, of, you know, it's fun to play anthemic type of, sure. you know, songs. Sure. Um, so I, I don't think it's a conscious thing. It's just something that, like, is just unspoken amongst all of us. That 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 it's a really, it's a it's a it's a it's a fascinating challenge to kind of work within the restraints of like your, you know, pop pop kind of formulaic song structures, and you know, the stuff works for a reason. Yeah, right. Because it's because it's fun. It is you know, fun. It is fun. There would never be a show where you like didn't play the middle, right? You're like, ah, screw that. We're not playing it tonight. I'm, I'm, I've had it. We have. You have? And does the audience, yeah, like, I mean, is there a riot? Or but, they, rip, uh, they rip out the seats? No. <laughs> Tomatoes. <laughs> people are sort of, we don't, we, we, we'll play it every show now. I mean, it's, it's just something that I think people still, it, it, it's, it's fascinating because I think this, even this long into its, its, its life, it's still, like, connecting with people and new people are still finding it and connecting with it. Right. And, you know, I don't know if you guys are like me. There's a bunch of people in here, by the way. There's Tommy, Ryan, Pat, Trish, and uh, Pete. And um, I, I don't know if any of you guys or Jim feels this way, but I listen. I'm like a real sucker for the. Am I saying that right? Anthemic song, mm-hmm. and I get I get the physical chills sometimes. You know, during the chorus. Does anybody else get that? Yeah. All the oh, time. Yeah. That's I got it before when I was, <laughs> I was yeah. listening that, to this song. I'm like, what's wrong with me? As a songwriter and as a fan, that's some of my favorite music. Yeah, yeah. That, that's. You know, so I don't know. Oh, thanks, guys. That's, yeah. that's, that's now, really that, nice of you to say. That song with the, the lyrics of, and, and all that stuff, I, a million people must have written you, and, and uh, you got me through this, you got me through that, there's a tough part of my life and all that stuff. So there's all that baggage kind of that, well, not baggage, but that weight that comes with that too. And does that, you know, weigh into your decision of, uh, or, you know, your feelings of uh, playing it every night and knowing that there's some kids out there who, you know, maybe uh, got through a hard time because of that? Yeah, all the time. It's all the, I mean, it was never, the middle is never a song that we felt like, um, you know, it was, it was fun and it was in, you know, it seemed like it fit with the material that went on Bleed American, but like it was never this thing that we thought, we had no idea it would turn into the monster that it did. Mm. It's all, um, it's because it's of that drum lick. That's, that's the, that's, that's, without that, man. You guys are sunk. <laughs> I love that. I know. 
our, our, our drummer would thank you for that. Uh, um, he sells it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I guess I guess I think about that. Like, we, I meet people all the time that have stories like that, you know, and they're they're older now. Um, and it's just a, I don't know, for, for me, I guess that's, it's a new way for me to connect with it. <laughs> Look out, outside, outside your window, there's the, the Buffalo, the, drag race. the Buffalo <laughs> Angels out I there. So. Motorcycle yeah. going. It's a motorcycle race it's out slicks. there. slicks. I think you're playing GTA. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm outside right now, mm. but like, uh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting you guys can hear that. Is it hard to, uh, you know, do, you guys still like, uh, I guess you guys still like being together. 25 years, it's pretty much the exact same band, right? Except for uh, one guy for the first two years or something. Yeah, the first eight months that we were a band, we had a different bass player. Right. And other than that, it's the exact same lineup. I mean, that's nuts. Right that's now, wild. at this point in your, your career, most bands like, indie rock bands that I know and stuff would be getting back together for the reunion right. type thing but you guys have stayed together the whole time it's, it's, Stones haven't made it that long it's, <laughs> I mean you know how do you not kill how do you not kill each other we just try to keep things fun you know I think at the at the end of the day it's you know you gotta protect the experience of playing music fun yeah um, you gotta keep it rewarding you gotta keep it you know challenging like on a, on a creative level and, you know, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. You know, I mean, like you spend so much time with these people. Um, I mean, you have to, you have to have a, a really, uh, you know, a level of respect for each other and, and respect for everybody's creative input because, you know, I've seen, I've seen conflicting uh, ideas about direction totally rip apart sure. uh, creative teams. Mm-hmm. And I think we really quick, and this is something I think that stems from working with different producers over the years too. It's like we picked up on this cue really fast. It's like, you know, uh, a producer or another band member is going to, you know, who's really, you know, emotionally invested in the work, um, being really passionate about their perspective. It's not, it's not something that you take personally. And when you like frame it on your end, like these people are fighting They want to fight really hard for the same thing that you do. Then it's easy to, to come at like differing viewpoints with respect. Everybody just wants it to be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, and even though you disagree with how it should be good, you know, with somebody else, like there's usually a way that you can kind of work together and find something that neither of you thought of that does make it better. I, I know what you mean, man. I was in a band. That we got torn apart by a different direction too, and it happens in so many bands. It's like everyone wants it to be good, but at the same time, it's those two things aren't always the same. I think direction. when you're when you're young, when you're young, it's a lot harder. Is it easier, Jim, when you when you're you know in your late 30s, early 40s, to kind of figure out how to get along and stuff, and you've been through all that kind of junk? Already? Or is it easier? <laughs> Yeah, I think the longer that you do it, the easier that kind of thing is. Um, I mean, we've always gotten along. I yeah. mean, we were we were friends in the same like public school system before we started the band. Our drummer Zach, his mother was our preschool teacher. Oh wow! <laughs> like that's crazy. That is you know, crazy. and he's and. To this day, still the dude I spend like a lot of you know the most time with. Yeah. Is it easier so, to get along with them when the bus is really nice? Like, how nice is the bus? Like, <laughs> level with me. Like, is that bus? Is, it, it's pretty nice, right? Maybe it's a jet, dude. 
Oh, maybe you guys. No, I mean I don't do know. You, it's, do you, it's, do you no fly the Do you fly the plane like Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden? <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> no, man, no. No matter how, no matter how nice your 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 bus or travel situation is, like a month. Yeah, out with the same dudes in the same space still is kind of like yeah. <laughs> the challenge sometimes. What about the crew? You got you get along with the crew, like same guys or different guys each time? Um, we try, you know, we, we, we'll reach out to people that we've worked with in the past first. And most of the time they're available. I mean, sometimes they're not, but um, mm. we have a really gr- good group of people now that, that I think, uh, you know, work really hard and I think are just great people. You know, because that, that's important too. Because like they sure. they're representing you in a lot of in a lot of uh, you know ways, and it's important for us to pick people that um, just have personalities that that mesh with you know our our way of working. Yeah, I mean you're 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 with them every single day, you know. So it's almost like technically part of the band. I mean, you have to see them all sure. the time, and it's like a traveling circus or a traveling a uh, show. Or something. I guess yeah, they're part of the gang. Yeah. They're part of the gang. You know, we roll. John. <laughs> uh, the, you have the whole pyrotechnic uh, techniques guys they have their own bus or... <laughs> it's a big show uh, do you feel yeah, like you... you know even if even if we had even if we had the money and the and the the, <laughs> the circumstance to do pyro i don't think i would do it right yeah <laughs> look at james hatfield just Hello. Yeah, i don't think that works with you guys yeah <laughs> how long are you out for this uh this go around oh man i think toward almost the end of august like this this run wow. that we're on with incubus goes until middle of august oh, cool. and then like that show ends and then like the next day we fly to europe for reading and leeds wow and then one show in amsterdam we're talking to jim atkins of jimmy eat world tomorrow night jimmy eat world will be at the budweiser stage in toronto ontario and, uh, i don't know i would assume it's maybe it's not sold out go try to buy a ticket right now go go ahead go yeah. do it, do it. Yeah. Go on, stop up. are you guys <laughs> selling out all these shows i would assume right summer 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 close i mean it's it's kind of um they're they're pretty packed. I mean, I'm not sure how many are sold out. I don't have a ticket right. count in front of me, but I know some are. Cool. It feels like it feels like I don't know. It feels like they are toward the end of the show. Right. Hey, from, from you know, every every, every every place in the faces look the same, man. You know. Hello, Cleveland. The yeah. sea of people. <laughs> some, Bob, some, Bob Seger lyrics. Sometimes he tells the date by the bottle that he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think like you do consider yourselves like grizzled old veterans of the tour scene now? Like if you have a young band open up for you or something, Road and like, yeah, you know, yeah. take them under your wing. Like, what advice would you give? Yeah, look here, kid. Yeah, look, uh, it's, it's a lot different than when I was a kid. What do you think? What would be the advice that you'd give to like a, a band? Like, what was the biggest mistake you guys made in the beginning? Do you think, if you made a mistake at all? Uh, I think we were so lucky and so fortunate to kind of have the experience that we did when we did. You know, um, gosh, I. I don't know if I would change anything really wow, from from how from from our from what we did. did um, they, even right? the even like the missteps were kind of invaluable in the long run. What about man- like, management and agents? They they were always great to you. Well, same thing. You know, I mean, we've had some good people. We've had some people that we didn't. You know, that we, you know, we've parted ways with. But um, what about personal relationships? <laughs> <laughs> Did you invest wisely, or did you party all your money away? <laughs> Penny stocks, my friends. Yeah. No, I think I don't know. I mean, ser- seriously, I would I would just say like the the 
I mean, the landscape of things has changed so much from we were from when we started. You know, like yeah, I would, when we were when we were when we were trying to build things like by by just playing for as many people as we can and trying to meet other bands that we got along with. It was like, you know, you get to you get you'd be you'd pull over once you're getting close to town and call the promoter and get directions to where you were playing. Yeah, yep. and now it's like the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the internet happened while we were while we were coming up yeah, and think, it's so th- different now but I think the fundamentals are really still the same I think like the only thing you really have that you can control is being proud of your own work I mean do you, yeah, do you, you can re- be smart you can be smart about opportunities that come to you but the only thing you really have is being proud of your work yeah and you know getting out and, and playing in front of as many people as you can you know trying to make um just trying to make a personal connection with everybody that you can is, is still like the best way I think to do it. Do you have a mind, a mind for the business side of it or is it a, that's a big hassle to you? No, I just have that mantra and try to make decisions based on that. Right. Because at some point, like when the band gets really huge, you don't have people telling you like, Hey man, you know, this is a business. It's a corporation pretty much that we have going here now. And all these people depend on you and everything like that. You have to, it's another thing to think about. Yeah, well, I mean, we have we we work with people like we have a manager, who uh, is not it's not like a big management company, but there's 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 people, it's not just one person, and the different people at the management company have like different areas of expertise that we can you know draw from as a resource. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of questions. Hey, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't read my own handwriting. John it, can't read his chicken scratch. It's time for gear talk. Uh, what, so what kind of what kind of amp you use? <laughs> or my audience loves to hear about gear. Tell us about your rig. Like my rig. Oh god. Yeah, it's like it's like remember those schematics in like Guitar World magazine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> run us through. Run us through your rig, man. It's clean through rig rundown. Rig, a rig rundown with Jim, Jim Atkins. Wait, can we I could it? nerd out for I could nerd out for the rest for all night on that. Can day, you? you yeah. Know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's give it a proper promo. Rig, Rig rundown. rundown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> no, seriously. You know, one, uh, we, we, one super one super amazing awesome thing is I have uh, I have my own signature model Telecaster Defender. Oh, that is ill. Ill. Oh, you should get that, that I actually, that I actually play. It's the it's the guitar right. that I play. Nice. Yeah, what color? It's around. What kind of design you got on there? Is your name on the fretboard? No, it's on the headstock. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the headstock. Where are you putting on with the name? Oh, yeah, what is it, Merle Travis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve Vai? <laughs> got a handle in the uh, yeah, The Waylon Jennings model. You got to see this, Stra- Jimmy Stratocaster. It's got a monkey grip and um, <laughs> it's, like, it's shaped like it's a big a pearl pick guard. J. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I tried, I tried to like think of things that were... Uh, you know everything that's going to be helpful and nothing that's just dumb. <laughs> it's got a smoke machine. Yeah, like <laughs> LED action, straight wiring the volume, you know, and all that stuff, bypassing all this the the crap you don't need. Well, like it. you know, you can you can definitely like throw in line crap you don't need, but I, it's basically like a like a thin line and a left Paul kind of put together, like it's a left it's a Gibson scaled neck and uh, like a chambered Tele. With the uh, Seymour Duncan P90s in it, mm, nice. You need to and put- like a glue on, a, like a, a like a glue on neck instead of the bolt on. 
Yeah, yeah. So it feels kind of like more like a Gibson style. And the people are buying this thing? Uh, Fender still has it in production, so I guess people are buying it. Yeah. Cool. Wow. I don't know what the deal is. Like, can you tell us, like, how you get yeah, like, your own guitar made? Like, how does it start? How did, does it happen? Did you yeah, sit, Fender, sit down? Fender used, to be, Fender used to have its headquarters in Scottsdale, like, kind of just up the freeway a couple stops from where we have our rehearsal space. And so there was a lot of, like, Fender people, like, in the music scene. And uh, a buddy of mine sent me out uh, a... Uh, uh, like a prototype of something that he wanted to, to, to put in production to see what I thought of it. And I, I came back at him like, well, it'd be awesome if you did this and this and this. And he's like, oh, well, well let's, let's just make a guitar and see what happens. So like, okay. And I guess they liked what we came up with enough that they decided to put it in production. Is it better than the one you built? Is it better than the one that you loved? Like that you Yeah, what loved? was your main one before that? Like, what did you base it on? It was a, it was a Les Paul Studio mm-hmm. was my main thing. But, like, all Les Pauls just kind of, like, it started getting too heavy. Like, yeah. I, was, I, was, I noticed, like, uh, I'd have to compromise, like, being physical on stage because it was, it was, like, messing me up. Very heavy right. guitar. And, and, when I, and when I heard, like, when I started really getting into, like, tweaking on the Telecaster, it, it you know, it's significantly lighter. And I thought that was uh, a way to go. And I, always, I always had, like, an American standard that I, that I would put play on. For certain songs, are you a fan of uh, Dan Electro? Because those are probably the lightest guitars out there. <laughs> oh, I know, right? They're, they're like made like out of particle or board or something. Yeah. <laughs> that Masonite sound, the IKEA model. Oh, so you, but you like to jump around and stuff, and the the, the, the Gibson was uh, weighing you down. Yeah, after a while, it was starting to take a toll. Is it getting harder to jump around the older you get? You know, it, it is just because we're playing a lot longer, and I want to, like, save air because yeah. I sing, too. And, like, I sing most of the time, so it's kind of it's a lot of singing. How do you save the voice when you're touring and you're, and, and you're doing that? How long is the show? Uh, on this run, we're playing for about an hour, but our normal headlining set is almost two. Wow. Right. Now, when you're on a, a, a headlining tour... How do you how do you do it every night? Is there some kind of trick to saving your voice? Because I think I'd be I'd be three shows into it and be done, <laughs> like just have nothing. I, Especially you know, traveling, I getting I, sick, all that stuff. All the all the dumb things you, you're supposed to do, like I do them. Right. <laughs> wow! Like the like not eating, like avoiding dairy, and I don't drink, and um, I don't drink really anyway anymore. But, but like I do like warm ups. Uh, like vocal vocal warm up yeah. stuff before mm-hmm. every show, mm-hmm. and you know I think oh playing playing with in ear monitors I think has definitely saved the day too. Mm. You're not screaming as much then. Yeah, I'm not fighting over some some weirdo random thing every night to try to hear myself. Yeah, when did you start using the in ear monitors? That's fancy. Like 2002. Ah, nice. Yeah, and you get told totally, it's a it's a world of difference, huh? I should maybe try those. I think so. I mean, I always I always wore earplugs yeah, when, yeah. We, when we would play before then. So that the idea of plug, you know, that sort of head noise you get when you plug your ears, like I was, yeah. I was kind of used to that. That's the biggest difference. I think people that play with earplugs anyway have an easier time transferring over to, to in ears than you, than people who've never done like you know just like kill themselves with <laughs> every night. Right. You don't drink. You wear earplugs. You're such a nice guy. Do you, do you ever just like push an old lady down the stairs or anything like that? Do you ever do? Every once in a while, I'll haul off and kick somebody in the front row in the face. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Get some release. You know, just keep the bad boy image up a little bit. <laughs> Collars up. 
Well, we're never coming back to this show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mil- Mildred. So long, Scottsdale. <laughs> That's the worst experience ever. <laughs> are you guys still based in Arizona? Or, like personally, like when you're off tour, or you're all over the place? Yeah, yeah. We're mostly in Phoenix. There's one guy that lives on the east side of town. I mean, it's it's kind of, Phoenix is just like a big, it's sort of like L.A. now. Like you don't realize you're crossing over into a different municipality unless you pay attention to the street signs. It's just city. Right. What do you live on, Thunderbird? <laughs> Thunderbird? No, I, I don't live on Thunderbird. Oh. A little bit south of Thunderbird. You ever see uh, Alice Cooper at Albertsons? What do you, what is this? It's Albertsons. No, I mean, he, he, he hangs out more in the Arcadia area. I don't yeah. I don't really hang in there. Our drummer lives in that area. Did so you know, like, the meat puppets at all? Did that ever, ever cross paths with those I'm, guys? I'm, I'm, I'm Facebook buddies with the Elmo. Yeah. But I, I've never met the. They were like the, Arizona the original. Guys, right? yeah. I was doing some research. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was doing some research on you guys, and uh, I got time. <laughs> I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that y- you listed um, Horace Pinker as an influence, which was really funny because they were all li- label mates of mine. Like, I can't believe you guys would know those guys. Yeah, they were like uh, when we first started uh, playing in, you know, playing around in bands and and promoting shows on our own, and uh, you know, being a active members in the the punk rock kind of scene sure. horse tinker was like the um they were one of the bigger bands around yeah. at that time yeah they were great we uh we toured with them up yeah. in the east coast they were like one of my favorite bands it's funny are you it's ma- a small world sometimes mm-hmm. you have do you have a family and stuff <laughs> do you have, do you have kids? yeah yeah you have kids yeah i, Married got, guy? I got three kids i got three wow. boys now three boys wow busy, busy times how old are the boys 14 Twelve and nine. It's crazy, man. That's my kids. I like, know. That they, uh, six, they... My boys are sixteen and fourteen too. I don't know what the hell happened. They, were, they seemed like they were five years old yesterday. Thank do you. They, I'm sorry. Do they, do they brag up. about you, or do they think you're just like uh, standard boring <laughs> dad? I mean, it's hard to impress your own kids. It seems like these days. <laughs> he's like they think he's like yeah. Billy Joel stuff. You know, like ah, don't old dad. Don't mind <laughs> him. He's out there whittling away on his guitar again. <laughs> I think I'm sort of cool. You know, it's funny. I, I would, I'd be like helping out in my youngest kid's class at school. And some of his other classmates are like, you don't look like a rock star. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if they thought I, I would just show up looking like somebody out of Guitar Hero. Yeah. Like wacky, giant blue wave hair or, or something. I don't know. Le- uh, ta- you know, the tassels on the leather pants and Gigantic. But it's true. I mean, Gene, that, Gene that, that, that that meme about like you can be in Slayer and your 14 year old daughter will still think you're lame. Yeah. True. <laughs> what do you, what true. do your kids listen to? <laughs> Try not being a rock star. You, you see, I'm double lame with my kids. Oh <laughs> uh, man, they listen to like lots of different things. Uh, um, you know, it's kind of funny, like pop radio stuff. Right, that's Ugh. what my kids it's it's like, Everything is like Disney Channel music with my kids. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. I wouldn't, it's not really Disney Channel. They're, they're a little bit older than that. And yeah. my, my oldest kid likes, likes, the, likes the, the rap stuff that's going on currently. Right, right. Cool. Which is not personally my, which is not personally my thing, and I, I sort of don't get a lot of it. But, like, then again, I think about what I had blaring out of my room. <laughs> and, and God knows what my parents would have thought. Yeah, it, it's You're funny with, with my kids. They 
as they look at my music, if I'm listening to James Brown or if I'm listening to uh, Black Sabbath, they they consider it all the same genre of music oh, really? that I listen to. It's they don't really. Right. Hmm. I, music. I think it def- definitively it's because I'm listening to it that turns them off from it. Ten year olds are mad stupid. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't like James Brown? What's wrong with those kids? It's, you know, but it's it's not all that different than how I grew up. I mean, when I was in elementary school and junior high until I got into, like, really into, like, playing guitar and, and started shifting more into, like, metal stuff because that was what was, you know, guitar cool Yeah. in those days. Like, well, we were, prob- it was we're mostly, probably the same it was mostly age. mostly pop stuff, you know. So you're, it was, it was you're, like, you're in high school and, like, uh, you're, like, a senior in, like, uh, 94 or 93 or something like that? Yeah, I graduated in '94. Yeah, yeah. So when uh, did the? So that's a good question. I, that's a good question. I'm about to ask. Um, <laughs> the Nirvana thing hits when you're like in high school, right? Yeah. Did that change what was going on in your life and the way uh, you were playing and everything? Sort of, and all of a sudden, the music I I liked was popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then I wasn't. It was like you know the. The, the dudes I had nothing in common with in high school all of a sudden started showing up in Nirvana shirts on, and, and it was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it all worked out in my favor. Joe in the chat box, um, we have a chat box here that's running, and uh, people say things, wants to know if you were ever worried about blowback from the punk community when you signed to a major label. Ooh. You know, there there was a little bit, but I, it was more like, you know, the, 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 the scene in Arizona is so small. I mean, it's a giant, it's a, it's a big city. Um, there's a lot of, you know, population-wise, it's always been, I think, like, top 10 in the States, but um, it's really spread out. And um, the people that were involved in, like, the punk scene were, I, I think they were more concerned for us. Like, they just didn't want to, like, a, a major label horror story to befall us. Right, yeah. You know, because I think it was, more, it was more concern like that. You know, I think for the most part, people were rooting for us. That was a that, that was a big deal back then, like you know, like selling out and all that maximum rock and roll blowback. That was you know in the mid '90s. That was a huge thing. Was well, it? Do you think like a yeah, g- Green but, Day? But I think like right. but, but I think when people when people Jesus. saw that we were we were booking our own shows and sleeping on the same floors and getting paid nothing, just like they were, <laughs> right. then it, it, you know it was like just because you have a major label record deal doesn't necessarily mean that all these. That that you can that all of a sudden you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Right. Balloons fall from the sky and everything's <laughs> everything's fine from now on. Your life. Is no, <laughs> I mean we had no illusions about that. It, it was just yeah. sort of like, okay, here's this here's you know this this dude from Capitol Records wants to do, like, you know a record with us. Uh, you know, at the worst we'll have some funny stories about going to L.A. Right. You know, like. Well, it works. <laughs> the, it's not like it's not like there was any. I mean. It's not like there was anybody else offering to put out a record, too. Right. So it was like, oh, hell, let's try it. I think you, you, that's such a great attitude. You guys are so grounded. That's what's got to that's gotta be a big part of uh, the longevity, right? I mean, it's just like to make sure you don't get too big for your britches. Do you ever, like, catch yourself getting a little too big for your britches? And, like, you, you, you have to say to yourself, hey, listen, man, you, you better cool it. Uh, no? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's just a normal guy. I think we, 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 do, we, do, we do a good job about setting realistic goals. And I think, like... You know, however many people you think care, more don't. Right. <laughs> Do you read social media and stuff? Like everyone's so, so mean on Twitter and everything. Like it seems like no one has anything nice to say. Do you even Screw bo- you, Atkins. Does it bother you when someone <laughs> <laughs> screw you, Atkins? Does it bother you when people say uh, mean things about the van? Do you read that stuff, or you just kind of you're just over it? 
No, I don't really care. I mean, I, I think um, for the most part, people have have nice things to say. Right, right. You think? And it, you know, it'd be, it'd be I'm on the wrong website. It'd be something. I think. It'd be something. It'd be it'd be it'd be different if no one had anything good to say. But there's still people that you know. It's a mix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm under no illusions that even the most hardcore Jimmy Eat World fan is going to like everything that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just not going to happen, man. So uh, it's, the, it's inevitable. It's, it's inevitable that inevitable, we're definitely inevitable. not going to be some people's thing. When did the, did, did the album? Ju- it just came out, right? Uh, last fall. Last fall. Okay. And uh, the uh, the response to the album's been good. Yeah, it's been it's been better than it's been better than the last couple of records, actually. Even some even some. Um, I don't know if it's just a product of being around so long, but it seems like some of some of the 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 places that normally don't aren't into us have kind of come back and, and decided that nice. this yeah. record's okay. I saw a nice review in the uh, Onion AV Club and uh, Pitchfork calls it your best record since Bleed America. Yeah, that's, that's funny because like, they hated Bleed American too. Yeah, did so. they? <laughs> that Pitchfork, you never know. Which the, who, you know, it's probably the, the writer who who wrote the review of Bleed Americans. He's probably long gone. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's he's four. Or kids, she? You know, four kids deep now. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy's in a gutter somewhere, swigging down a bottle of Jack Daniels. Don't worry about that guy. Screw him. <laughs> so that's nice though, though, because you know you think I I used to think of like the AV Club and Pitchfork as a little bit maybe above the pop music kind of fray, but they, they gave you nice reviews. That's good. Do you, do you guys yeah, no, con- it's, consider it's yourself cool. a pop band, or do, do you hate to be, be pigeonholed like that? I mean, are you, are you an emo band? Do you accept those labels, or do you just, uh, you know, is it annoying to hear people call you the, those things? What's your preferred descriptor? <laughs> you know, for, for people that have never heard what we do, like I would say we're a guitar-based melodic rock band. Right. You know, you don't do, do, the, do the thing like you're like we're like uh, the replacements meets cheap trick meets who's could do gin blossoms <laughs> thrown in there meets uh, you know this, you don't do that game. Isn't that the worst when people do people in your family still come up to you and, and who have like never heard your songs and be like so what do you guys sound like and you have to do the yeah. whole you have to do the whole yeah, that, song and dance <laughs> with the with like your uncle Larry. Sometimes, you know, sometimes then I get to bust out. It's a guitar-based melodic rock band, Larry. Well, I'm glad you asked. And then you take your your signature guitar out, and the whole band breaks into song. That's a hell of a Thanksgiving. Right there at Thanksgiving. Good for you. I'm a police officer. Pass the stuff in there, Jim. It's weird. Like, when that album, Bleed American, came out, that was right after 9-11, right? Or right before 9-11. No, it was right before 9 Was it? Was that 99? It was uh, the summer of 2001, I think. Oh. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so it was right before. It was a blur. And, and then they, yeah. didn't they change the, they changed the title to Jimmy Eat World, right? But it was because of, uh, of 9-11? They thought it was Bleed American was yeah. too weird. Yeah, you know, we, we just worked so hard on the material that we felt like um, we wanted people coming into it unbiased. Yeah. And that seemed to be an easy way to do that. I always, I always dug bands that had like multiple self-titled records. Anyway, right? <laughs> I think like social, like didn't like social distortion have like like four self-titled records? Did they? <laughs> we're on the wrong track. We, Pat and I are in a band, and we we have two records, and we're we, working. It's also we're, we have our third record. We never named the band any name. of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's annoying. I don't what do you want to call it? Uh, I don't know. Well, you know, in some ways, in some ways, now what you're doing is just building your catalog. You know, everything yeah. exists like right next to each other 
and you know you can you can access any of it at any time. We're talking so in a way, you're just kind of adding to one giant album. Talking to Jim Atkins of uh, Jimmy Eat World, he's been nice enough to call in. They're going to be at the Budweiser stage in Toronto, Ontario. That's Canada T-Town's tomorrow night. Correct. And don't forget to get their new album. It's called Integrity Blues. And, and the free tickets we're giving away. See, I'm pretty good at that. I could do that. In right? the I six. That sounded professional. <laughs> so nothing bad has ever happened to you and everything's great. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Have you ever? Who's the biggest jerk in rock? Zero ever, controversy. Did you ever meet, meet somebody in your travels when you're touring and stuff and he's like a hero of yours or something? You're like, man, I can't believe what a Alice Cooper is a dick. dick that guy was. <laughs> I can't believe. Nah, I don't know, man. I think I found that like and even what? the coolest person, the most untouchable coolest person that you can think of is just really like, you know, uh, an introvert who couldn't figure out anything else to do but play music. It's another dork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like any any anybody that you think is like just so above them and beyond cool is really just a nerd. <laughs> so you never you're, you're here to say today that you've never had a fight with Billy Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Marilyn Manson to go fuck okay. himself because <laughs> you know it's a. Uh, <laughs> pretty pretty much every guest uh yeah like everyone has a billy corgan story <laughs> yeah, yeah i got i got nothing there no, i've never right. met Lucky him you he's such a nice guy i came and play <laughs> uh, do you like steely dan or are they crap Easy. <laughs> they're fine i guess i don't know i don't, I don't really <laughs> we're, try, we're here talking to jim Atkins, trying to get him to say something bad about somebody uh, uh billy joel crap or not crap He's fine. He's Our fine. drummer oh, likes him a whole lot, so I hear I hear him a lot. The game is not fine, not fine. The game is crap, not crap. <laughs> How about uh, Frank Zappa? Yeah. Crap. Uh, zap, not zap. <laughs> Flat, not Zappa's cool, man. Zappa's cool. Uh, Eddie Money. Stop. Eddie Money's got some classic tunes, man. I like it. All I right, so this one for Tommy. Guns N' Roses. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, sure, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> you can't. It's like all good, man. We can't you play can't, this game with nice people. I mean, people. Appetite, appetite was great. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a semi-crap to me, but. It's, you, hard to, it's, hard to be able to, it's hard to find something to knock about appetite. What comes, what comes after, after, <laughs> after the tour? You're away from your family this whole time, or you take them with you? Ooh. Um, sometimes they come out. I'm having my kids come out for the last couple of gigs. Nice. And then you go home, and, and, and you, you have a regular family life, and you're off for how long? Uh, you know, it's going to be off and on for the rest of the year. I think. Yeah. Probably, probably slow down around around Thanksgiving time. Do you see yourself ever stopping? Oh man, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think I'll be playing in a rock band forever, but I know I'll always be do, doing something with music. Do you have any other hobbies? Woodworking, soap carving, no, no painting. It's just it's just kind of all like music. Picking, collaging. Scrapbooking, macrame, yeah. <laughs> cross stitch, cross. What was that? Tr- cross, cross stitch. <laughs> That's good. The grandma used to like cross stitching. I don't know what it is. Bless but it's, it sounds. It, yeah. The sound of it soothes me. Uh, so yeah, man. I, I hope you enjoy the rest of the tour. I really appreciate you calling in and uh, Jimmy's new album. Jim's new album. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy World's World. new album is called Integrity Blues. You can get that everywhere. Fine records are sold. And they'll be in Toronto, Ontario, Canada tomorrow. Is there anything uh, you'd like to say? Uh, uh, James Alex from Beastling says hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey now. You're just on the road with those guys. All right. You, hey any, anything to plug besides the album? Are you involved in any charity work or anything like that we need to know about? 
Uh, no nukes. No, I don't. I don't really have a yeah. you specific. Should, you should get on thing. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta get on that. Be more charitable. Well, Jim, I, 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 I can't drop you. I can't thank you enough for uh, spending yeah. so much time on the phone with us. It's really nice of you to do. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, no, thanks. Nice talking to you guys. Yeah, I hope you guys have you. a great night. All right, have, have a great tour. Have a safe rest of the tour and uh, rock out, man. Enjoy it. Go to the anchor. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right, Jim. Thanks, See you, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. There's Later. Jim Atkins from Jimmy Eat World. I just hung up on him. Whoops. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was super, cool. Super nice guy. Very mellow. Oh. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. I mean, you know, that guy seems like the most level-headed dude in rock. Arizo- like Arizonian. There's yeah. nothing like the not level-headed about that guy. No. That's yeah. the guy you want running the band. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 then if you're the drummer, you could just be like, well, Look, you know, man, you got to talk to Jimmy. Yeah, you got to be Jim. like, look, I'm no. a drummer. Right. My, my name's Chuck. It's not Chucky <laughs> World. <laughs> Chucky World. I'm here for the Chucky tubs, World. man. <laughs> Go talk to that guy. Talk to Jimmy. He's, he's a, got the guitar with his name a, on it. He's got a good head on his shoulder. He's got the guy. fender. Hey, this is a perfect time to give away those tickets. Yeah. yeah well, Who talk, wants to go to this, fucking Shoreline? This is the problem with giving away tickets. Nobody listens to the show. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just another. Call in from the podcast yeah. next week. Another embarrassment. Just seven email one, you for him. 718-577-2716. Call in. Win two tickets to Jimmy Eat World in San Francisco. What's the date on that, Tommy Rockstar? That is a date I have no clue. It's coming up uh, <laughs> next month. Uh, it's right. Mountain View. It's I think up, it's August 12th or something like that. It'll be towards the end of the tour. Very vague giveaway on Laugh in the Barrage. <laughs> you pay for shipping. Yeah. And your own travel. Both yeah. ways. Yeah. Both ways. Vague giveaway. We get you in the room. You fly out there. 718 Send a self-addressed stamped envelope. To the home office in Flushing. If you'd like a transcript of Laugh in the Barrage. <laughs> Who's doing that? P.O. Box 5042 Burbank, California. Some poor guy in Burbank is like, what the fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> they don't get out of bed. They just type on it. Alright, let's take a break and uh, we'll be back with the news and the Ryan game. What do you yeah. think of that? Yeah. We'll be back right after this. See you next week. Yeah. It's the big payback, and we are back. Live from the garage here on Radio Note. And, uh, thank you. If you uh, are just tuning in, you missed the big... Uh, Jim Atkins from Jimmy World interview there. Don't make yeah, you sweat. And the bigger ticket yes. giveaway. Excited, exciting times and the big ticket giveaway. <laughs> Call in 718-577-2716 and win two Jimmy E. World tickets if you live in the uh, Bay Area. We'll give those to you. And you can go see them in San Francisco. You don't even have to live in the Bay Area. What go. do you think of that? You could fly yourself you out to fly fly San Jose. You just have to call. Exactly. That's all you have to do is just call the fucking number. <laughs> Jesus, Tommy. <laughs> fly United. <laughs> call, just call and pretend you live in San Francisco and, and we'll rip the tickets. Mail them to your cousin. <laughs> Bono's <laughs> calling in to uh, get the tickets. <laughs> Bono's not getting those tickets. Mm-hmm. He's, Bono could call the, the venue. I want to get those tickets. Tomorrow. I want to get the tickets. And I want to do a very poor Irish accent. 
on the pull on the yoke. He can get put on the yoke. <laughs> pull on the old yoke. <laughs> the old U two show. Bono could go for any show he wants. Backstage, front row, meet and greet with Jimmy Eat World. Anything he likes. And he's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a tour of the bus. I'm friends with the Pope. I wanted to hear about the bus. He brings his own bus. I also just to show them up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, John? You think he was doing a, uh, a jet and he was kind of downplaying it, or I don't. Uh, I, you know, I don't know, man. I, what, the jet I doesn't make sense. No, they're doing a bus. Yeah, yeah they're not even. They're doing a, like three, store. three nice yeah. buses. Yeah, they're doing a night over in Buffalo. Like it ain't. It's not that. Yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. buy the bus. They, you don't, the bus. they <laughs> don't. You don't fly from Camden to to Buffalo, Rochester. The Four Seasons in Buffalo. Just to fly. Just to fly to Toronto. Yeah, Buffalo only has like two seasons. <laughs> they left the light on for him, you know. <laughs> the rest of the band's like, man, that Jim, he's got his own bus, a jerk. He's doing press junk. Oh, that's that, a, that's that, that guy who runs that, uh, that yo, we'll leave the light on for you, actually got sued because somebody fell over and said they didn't leave the light on for <laughs> uh, No, Tom Bodine. Tom Bodine, yeah. yeah. I like Tom those Bodine. ads. <laughs> Mr. Hotel had this to say when TRN. Motel had the words of... Mr. Hotel looks suspiciously like Mr. Moneybag. We spoke to a Howard Johnson, and he said... Howard Johnson. Mr. Motel was caught masturbating furiously in the parking lot of Shea Stadium with Mr. Matt. News at 11. Hojo. Hojo J.O.'s. You guys inferring that I make these names up? By the way, oh, I forgot to ask uh, Jim if uh, he lives in a mansion and if I could borrow $36. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. What are the good spas? In By the way, if you're zeros. a fan of the podcasts, Live from the Barrage podcast on iTunes and Radio Nope and ah. ev- everywhere on every app. Fine radio is. Um, the Matt Spiegel podcast is up. Spiegel. Nice. It's up. Just go look. It's there. And we, because last week we talked to the great Matt Spiegel. That guy was good. Of the radio station, The Score in Chicago, uh, sports radio station. He's a big deal. 960, uh, The Score. He was good. He's a good guy. Was he given spreads? 560, I believe, The Score. <laughs> oh, sorry. He was given spreads. What yeah. to bet on? Like, you know, Money line. WNBA bets. Yeah, I think that's like, illegal. I don't know. This is Jimmy the Greek, and this is my lock of the week. You have to, Pete, you know, like you have to be like the Daily News and say you're uh, you're up like uh, 6,000 <laughs> simoleons or something. Or la- lasagna boxes. Yeah, it has to be coded. Yeah, yeah coded things. <laughs> do, you, do you parlay? Parlay the Liberty. You got to parlay. NBA final, in the yeah. WNBA the Finals. Connecticut yeah. Sun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't parlay. You, you tease, you tease the, the the over on the Liberty with uh, the the. If if you pick the over in this Oakland Mets uh, game, you won. You are going up. You big are money. Winner. Yeah, big money. Big money. It's twelve runs already in the eighth inning. Addison Reed in some kind of trouble. We're gonna lose this fucking game. What's in the news? Oh. <laughs> uh, Tommy, what do we got? What do we got? <laughs> you know what's bad if Pat's clamoring for the news. <laughs> Clamoring, I don't know about that. <laughs> clamoring. For up to the minute, late I'm clamoring for the news. news coverage. Turn on your TV to listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on <laughs> shit. Listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on, on RadioNo.com. You're supposed to be a news guy. What are you getting your back <laughs> <laughs> What's in the news? Every time. Running a gym. Lots of Running news. a gym. <laughs> a gun. Running a gym. Every time I'm with you people. What, now you need a workout or something? This always happens with you people. <laughs> I come on the news for two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> Bless you. What's in the news, Tom? Lots of the news. Lots of the news. Trish, it's, it's, like al- this part. it's almost too much news to contain in one show. So many, so many stories. Uh, apparently, the I like that Tom thinks Trish that, is going to be impressed with the news. Yeah. The news. <laughs> all <laughs> the judge rule that's fit to print. <laughs> hey, Trish, hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> apparently, the, the juice, jump off this news. The juice is loose. He is. Hey. Oh. Not damn time. I would love to. 
uh, a Nevada parole board decided <laughs> this I'm week in love with her. <laughs> that a former Pedro football, Guerrero, that former football legend O.J. Simpson should be freed after the NFL star apologized for his role in a 2007 armed robbery, beating My a bad. dead horse. Did you listen to any of that? <laughs> Sorry, no. because all it was crazy. stern drops. He was all like. He was arrogant and nuts, man. It was really wild. Oh, the, the he doesn't seem like the that. parole hearing. Not yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You know you're getting paroled. Why don't you just like shut yeah, up? Yeah, he's like, I don't have conflicts in the streets. I was like, holy shit. Well, funny you say that. This no, after conflicts in the streets. Yeah, OJ in the sheets. Mentally ill. This, this after he like four thousand concussions. <laughs> after he promised he'd have no more conflicts. Go figure. Yeah, it's a weird. He brought up things that you should just like don't bring it up. Just be quiet. There's a reason Johnny didn't never let him talk. Confidence in the street is the biggest mistake for Bowie and And then no more conflicts is my favorite Blind Melon record. (laughs) (laughs) My Jimmy Eat World B side. You know he he says. And then he he says like it wasn't his fault and stuff. It's like, dude, right. just you already busted for it. Just look, like, I didn't know he shot the gun. Yeah. 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 Simpson's nuts. appearance before the board garnered well, wall-to-wall coverage from cable news shows, including over cable. ten TRN field reporters, okay. uh, recalling that uh, the trial of the century more than twenty years ago when it transfixed the nation. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy he got railroaded on that deal. I, I, you know, I'm a fan of OJ. I think he probably killed his wife and I stuff. Quitted. <laughs> and that other dude, Ron Goldman. <laughs> I remember that, dude. He sliced their heads off. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> Quote, I've done my time, Simpson said. Yeah, he did. He should get out. I've nine, been a model prisoner. Enough time. Eight Eight years? Ten years? Yeah. Model. Nine years he's been yeah. in there. You got nine to 33 years for like a pretty much bullshit thing. Yeah. And uh, Stealing his own memory. Yeah. You know, he's like, give me back the picture of my, my wife. family album. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to get pardoned by Listen, the president. Those guys were in Vegas. They got all zooted up and they so, went up there like crazy. It was a Zoot wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. happened. Now age 70, Simpsons energy seemed... 70. 70? Yeah. Nordberg 70. He looks great. Simpsons, Simpsons energy seemed a little affected by his time behind bars. He was reportedly alert, engaged, and quick to smile, even letting out a hearty laugh when the parole board chairman... Con- <laughs> you ever hear... Ever, ever hear... Oh. Ever hear such a thing, Paul? A parole board. <laughs> when parole board... <laughs> when parole board chairman Connie Bisbee... Uh, oh. ac- accidentally said he was age Wisby. 90. Connie. <laughs> 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 uh, you ever hear of such a name there, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you, know, you know what I like to say to the folks in prison there, Paul? Uh, you got any go? Connie <laughs> Bisbee would be here, Paul. Connie Bisbee. She Bisbee. accidentally called him 90. Bisbee. She called him 90 years old, and he said he felt like it. But if you could. Have you heard of this? Simpson served nine years for a oh, nine to 33 sentence term. It's like killed Molly Wayne. For an armed robbery and kidnapping in Las Vegas, he is expected yeah. to be released kidnapping. as early as October and said he plans to move to his home in Florida. Kidnapping. Wow. Kidnapping? Who did he kidnap? I don't know. That's what they do. They slap these kidnapping charges on you willy nilly. Just because you, you oh, had. Hell, Mel. Willie Nils, he's he's held because the guy was kind of held against his will in the hotel room, maybe for a second. That's kidnapping all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He should just get over it. Get over it, dude. Mm-hmm. He is over it. He testified yeah. on OJ's behalf. Yeah, he's just cool with it. He's like, yeah, yeah you know, I had a shit. Yeah. A murderer broke yeah. into his hotel room. The juice is right. <laughs> he's a murderer. I love the juice. So, Renthal. Are you, Pat, are you saying a, 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 a gigantic murderer <laughs> brain broke damaged murderer. his hotel room? Yeah. Yeah, he's a murderer. <laughs> With a gun? And, and two thugs? A lookout. What kind of world is this? You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. This story is out of Japan. He's been Ridiculous. railroaded. <laughs> <laughs> Japan, Japan? Yeah, Japan. He could have taken a plea deal and done like a year or something. 
And he's like, no way, man. I, I Listen, I am uh, I just got acquitted of the crime of the century. Dude, why I, not? I, I got to roll the dice. At this chase, would, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you chance it at this stage? No, there was an interview with one of the guards, and the guards were- Enjoy was, that free pass, ass <laughs> the guards, The guards are like, oh, I'm fucking the terrified The guards would him. copy his fantasy football lineup and win for like every year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah when, like, he, when he wasn't- So it was when like he Shawshank. Kind of. Yeah, they're like, oh, he knows his football. Like, when he was Instead of Jimmy the Greek, he'd be OJ the murderer. Yeah, OJ the slasher. <laughs> it, was, it was just like Shawshank. And then at the end- and uh, the warden opened up the safe, and the, the gloves are in there, like a yeah. nice pair of gloves. <laughs> a shitty Red pair of gloves, here. and he's this got the nice This is my lock gloves. of the week. <laughs> the juicy <laughs> This story's out of Tokyo. Extra pulp. Japan's first lady, Aki Abe, uh, oh. her silence at a recent G20 summit dinner has left President Trump <laughs> convinced that she can't speak English. Right. <laughs> In an interview with TRNN this Wednesday night, Trump... I heard about this. Wait, I didn't, I didn't know you interviewed this person on Thursday I night. Yeah, the TR, TRNN has uh, long tentacles. <laughs> and she probably it, thinks Trump can't speak English. <laughs> right. so that's, a, that's all under all debate. Us. She yeah. grew up in Queens. That's the best part. from <laughs> <laughs> Main Street. In, <laughs> in an interview with TRNN this week, President Trump told us that he found Abe to be, quote, a terrific woman, but noted the fact that she didn't speak English. Sad. Made it, quote, hard to sit next to her at a Big dinner that lasted mm. nearly two hours. When asked by a reporter how much English she spoke, Trump replied, quote, Depends on how hard you hit her. Oh! <laughs> That's what Trump gag. replied. I didn't say that. Trump, Trump, so give me a cigarette over there, newsman. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> newsman! Roger Grimsby. Trump this, is our, this is our newsman. He's very proud of his summer stock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trump replied, like nothing, like zero. She did not even speak hello. Sad. Speak she did not even speak hello. So her vocabulary wasn't big league. Yeah. Our, our president has uh, barely <laughs> grasps the, the English language. Make a states, baby. However, Big a, dummy. a keynote address that Abe gave in 2014 suggests otherwise, proving that not only can she speak English, but she can deliver an entire speech that lasts over 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> it's really annoying when you have to sit some, next to somebody who speaks three languages, yeah. and I only speak one. Yeah, no, that's like going to a, like a, like a, a remote friend's wedding. The president is be at this table. I'm not even Who exaggerating. The president is the is fucking stupid. He's so dumb. He is one of the dumbest people <laughs> alive. Just don't think He's about it. dumber than George W. Bush. Yes. Oh, yes. And that's pretty dumb. And, and we we've, we've been doing a radio show for free for five years. <laughs> and then we're so dumb. we know dumb. Yeah. We know dumb. <laughs> Theories have been swirling around the globe that Mrs. Abe <laughs> simply pretended not to speak English in an effort to avoid any sort of verbal interaction <laughs> with the audience. Good actually, for her. That's genius. Yeah. That's a great move. I might do that. I don't know. More on the story as it develops. <laughs> you always say that, but then I never hear the follow-up. <laughs> There's, There's never much. a development. <laughs> <laughs> this story is out of Flushing. It's a local story. Oh, yeah. local. local. Flushing, New York, by oh, the way. That's right. Flushing, Virginia. He's still trying to get the gong in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Close uh, to Nebraska. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie uh, was in the crowd at a Mets game against the Cardinals at City Field this past Cardinals. Tuesday. Right. A night after we were there, by the way. That's right. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And sat watching the game with little fanfare for the first few innings. That Who's is little fanfare? His midget <laughs> sidekick? <laughs> his deputy. Mini-me. It's his little hype man. Mini-me is pretty big. My lieutenant governor. Uh, oh. that, that is until he caught a foul ball by batter Paul DeJong. When like everybody... De Young. De Young? Is that how it's pronounced? Right. Oh, what the hell do I know? Uh, when he every, doesn't speak English. <laughs> when this every, guy hits 17 million home runs against the Mets. I don't understand it. <laughs> when he caught a foul ball from Paul DeYoung... Uh, when everybody in attendance noticed Christie, prompting the entire stadium to boo in unison. Yeah. <laughs> Christie, who's... Unison. He's good on this the radio. Is the, that's funny, too, because, like, most of the, you know, sports audiences, uh, 
probably on the tends to lean right. Right. By I hear he's by the things they yell. Jackass, Everyone it, he's universally hated. His yeah. approval rating is like two. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, who has been in the news lately for all the wrong reasons. We have better ratings. <laughs> we have better. I just, the ratings <laughs> folks are in. <laughs> Turns out we beat Chris Christie. Uh, he's got, <laughs> he's on with Boomer. He's got a two share. <laughs> a two share. That is. Yeah, Boomer and Christy in the morning. <laughs> Christy, match all your sports news. <laughs> Christy wasn't even in his own state and managed to get booed from an entire ballpark of fans. Yeah. His own state. But apparently the fans weren't the only ones who negatively responded to Christie attending the game and cashing the ball. They negged him. Play-by-play booth telecasters got in on the fun. <laughs> oh, yeah? With a brief uh, put-down. Sign that guy up. About Christie's recent extracurricular activities with Keith Hernandez adding, nice to see him to get in from the beach all the way to the ballpark. Oh, oh Zinga. <laughs> Is that a grand slam? No. But he Job wasn't Hernandez. using any services. <laughs> Keith was wearing here's, here's I have audio of Tommy at the game when the foul ball was hit. Is that a grand slam? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You didn't see that one coming. Christy was eventually. That's funny. Keith Hernandez is a, is a conservative dude. And he's a dick, too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a super smart guy. Christy was he's a dick. <laughs> Christy was eventually ushered out by his own he's entourage. A super smart dick. He's ushered out by Dave his own. West- Dave in Westchester, what's up, Dave? <laughs> was ushered out by his own entourage <laughs> in the game and was seen speeding uh, off. The power chair. To New Jersey post haste, according to reports. Right after the ball was hit, of course, typical crappy Mets fan leaves before the game's over. We got killed that game, I think. Chris Christie, yeah, five to nothing. My, what? He's the governor. He goes to the game. Montero is pitching. Governor, you're on the air. (laughs) Governor, governor, governor. Chris and Montclair. Mike and what's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? <laughs> Chris and Montclair, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just want to say, uh, you know, I had nothing to do with Bridgegate, and uh, I was going to be president. But instead, uh, I had to order the meatloaf, and I'm going to get... You fat fuck, but- shit, fuck <laughs> asshole. Get on the beach, you fat bastard. Down in front. I can imagine that. That's just a... a be- you know, I don't really... Kind of over the fat thing with that guy because he's, he's done so many what was, what, was, what was your quote from last week it's yeah. like he's, he's far more evil than just fat yeah he's yeah. done a lot more evil things Let's than eat food ignore his fatness and <laughs> focus on his horrible human being it's, it's, right. uh, it's, it's not hard body shaming is not cool My man, it's mad <laughs> he is quite fat though I must say but you yeah seen, you're right you ever seen Pitch throw a ball <laughs> he looks, out he looks like a 1930s New Yorker cartoon <laughs> come to life <laughs> like, take, take it easy Taft relax fucking boss tweet Swimming costume. (laughs) Go back to Tammany Hall. So how's things at Tammany Hall? (laughs) Corrupt. Delicious. Time for some traffic problems in Fort Lee. (laughs) (laughs) He's twirling his mustache. No one will cross the bridge Time for some traffic problems in five points. I want some gridlock today, boys. He's tying his chief of staff to the railroad tracks. Bring me my meat. (laughs) (laughs) Your carriage will never get across this bridge. (laughs) John's put his hands up. Abscond all horses. <laughs> no one will get traffic in New Manchester for weeks. <laughs> no one's getting to the beach New this weekend. <laughs> get there me was the no constable. Beach. There was no Manchester. beach back then. <laughs> <laughs> There's no beach. <laughs> He's wearing one of them stripy Tell suits. Tell my constituents, <laughs> no more beach. <laughs> Tell the admiral. <laughs> they had cobblestones on the beach back then. Cobble. Where's the Commodore? Cobble. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, get me the Commodore. Kabu Wabu. The Commodore runs this town. (laughs) I'll have your stripes. Alderman. (laughs) Time for some railroad slowing down in Fort Lee. It went from like seven to four miles an hour. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell the fireman to stop shoveling. He's in black and white throwing like logs on the railroad tracks in Fort Lee. <laughs> like in fast forward. A frame too fast. <laughs> <laughs> it stops. I know what to do. It says on the bottom. Right, 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 right. Time for some traffic problem in Fort Lee in Texas. <laughs> and a woman like is like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I'm in T White face. <laughs> oh. Ah, and there's Kazugas. He's on the appraised Kazugas is on the Oh, call box. in, please call in and get <laughs> some tickets. Get some tickets, Chris. Kazuga, you want to go to Jimmy Eat World? I'll give you two free tickets. Seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. It's in the San Francisco Bay Area. He, he could take the Bart. <laughs> you could you take sh- the Bart. <laughs> you just gotta show up with pizza. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. Delicious. <laughs> this story's out of Ohio. <laughs> it's the it's it's the Bay Area Railroad. It's the Bay Area Transmission. That's what they call railroad. it. The Looks bar. like it's time the for bar. some problems with the Bay Area Railroad. <laughs> the Bartholomew. Bartholomew is not rolling today, yes. boys. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little derailing will change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> They'll like me after this one. And I'll have the beach all to myself. <laughs> I'll draw in my drawings. I'll appoint the Swede. All of Marin is mine. We sail at dawn. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounded like a little bit of a... Like, uh, yeah. I want to what s- else in the news? I want to <laughs> sail it on the Smoothie King Santa. Slayer. I want to steam ale. <laughs> Go see Jimmy Eat World tomorrow the night. Anchor Steam Center. The Anchor Steam <laughs> Center. <laughs> Toronto, Can- Canadian Territory. Looks like there's time for some problems. <laughs> <laughs> the Gerald- At the Anchor Steam Center. <laughs> the Geraldi. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. We're going to make sure these Jimmy Eat World fans get in late. <laughs> we'll give them the old bottleneck. <laughs> <laughs> see Jimmy Eat World at the Ford's Theater. <laughs> An Ohio man. <laughs> hope it ends well for them. Everything, everything will be just fine. <laughs> All right. An Ohio man. <laughs> it just takes some time. Ow. <laughs> you shot me in the you middle. You got Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> they got Jimmy. <laughs> Drummer's still going. Ma, they got Jimmy. An Ohio man tells TRNN. <laughs> Drummer's like, if I don't play for 40 minutes, I don't get my check. Besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, what did they do for an encore? Blood on the fender. <laughs> Was it uh, the middle? An Ohio man tells TRNN that his prosthetic leg helped save his life after he went overboard during a fishing trip recently. Dude. Did he float? On the iceberg, 12. Shark bit it off. Adam, <laughs> Ad- Adam Rivers of Doylestown, Ohio, named. says he was fishing in Don- Donner Lake. What's the matter? Uh, he should have went to the river. Phil, Phil Sharkman wasn't available for an interview. Yeah, yeah, Phil Silvers. Uh, Johnny Fluke. He was fishing in Donner Lake near his home this Monday evening when a, Jeffrey Dahmer Lake. a seat on his boat broke. Donner Party. Uh, sending him into the water. Splash. What kind As of r- boat is this when the seat breaks? You it's fall in the water. The Flintstones. That's those shitty pontoons. <laughs> this is a real story. It's in the news. Aluminum sure hillbilly boats. As Rivers uh, fell... Listen, I would like to buy a boat, but I, I want to make sure that if the seat breaks... I don't fall in the water. That's the looks, one thing. Looks like it's time for some boat problems on Donner Lake. <laughs> Someone is going to capsize. <laughs> <laughs> got, they got one of those fucking whack-ass fucking egg beater drills. Yeah, yeah, drilling holes. Yeah. It's the river boat with the uh, <laughs> whack-ass. <laughs> the wheel. They plug one hole, the other hole starts exactly. going. Yeah, the fucking... <laughs> Catastrophe inspired by Looney Tunes. <laughs> According to reports, as as River now fe- she blows. Riverboat Mickey. As River fell into the lake, his prosthetic leg accidentally came off. As River fell into the lake. You like that writing? I it's like good it. Writing. That's good. That's good copy. <laughs> the forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Right, right. The 45-year-old right. was then... 
<laughs> Holy you shit. You got two yeah. sound drops going against each other. I love it. The 45-year-old was then uh, able to use his prosthetic leg as a flotation device when it got trapped in his pants and filled with air. My theory is correct. Let's fucking hook that shit and we'll be on the fucking news, man. (laughs) Rivers, who was floating around the lake, called for 911. (laughs) He's all busy floating around the lake. Oh, man, we're calling the Coast Guard. But uh, but it was his yelling. <laughs> it was his yelling that attracted the attention of a nearby family who paddled oh out. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> who paddled out to rivers and tugged him ashore? Padu, Padu. tug this. <laughs> tug this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest show. When, Why do we do this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when reach for comment, Rivers told Tiernan that he doesn't know what he would have happened without his lucky leg. Lucky mm. leg. That's <laughs> why they call him Lucky. <laughs> oh my God! What the fuck is that, bro? It's a leg, dude. <laughs> Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. <laughs> Jay, 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 Jay. Jay. Can we get Jay to Jay, call in? Jay's an authority. Dude, I've tried to get Jay. <laughs> really? I found those guys on Facebook, both of them. Mm, Jay works at SeaWorld. <laughs> Jay's, a, well, Jay's like a scientist. Jay's what do you call that? He's an ocean, o- ocean marine ocean. biologist, there, Jay. Oceanographer yeah. or some shit. He works in consulting. Ideology, Jay. Fish. And this is my last story. Go Pats. <coughs> da- Tom. Tom Brady. Tom Terrific. For the last story of the night, we go Best to... Best quarterback ever, kid. Ever. Four ever. rings. We go to Texas. <clears throat> oh, my God. Look at this thing. Yes, Texas. Let's go there. On Wednesday afternoon, an ATM cash machine contractor was fixing a lock in the back room connected to a Bank of America ATM when, suddenly, he trapped himself inside accidentally. Uh, Having left his phone in the car, the man was unable to call for help, forcing him to get creative to find his way out. Mm. Local news outlet KZTV told TRNN that the contractor named Pete Stuckley spent... Come on. I didn't make that up. Yes, really? he did. Spent the next two hours slipping notes to bank customers at the drive through ATM and eventually became... This is a sticker. ...his own Take personal hell. Smash! 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 <laughs> That's how you get out of there. Quote, please help was one of the notes. I'm stuck in here and don't have my phone. Help, I'm trapped in the receipt factory is what you have to write on that. I remember when I was in Boy Scouts a long time ago, I thought it was the funniest thing in the whole entire world. This guy I was with took like a stack of napkins at like, so let's say like Arby's or something. And he took one out of the middle and wrote, help, I'm trapped in the napkin factory. And he stuck it back in the middle of the deck of napkins. And I don't know why. It just, for, to this day, I just think that's so dumb and funny. Still tickles you. I like that. Yeah. It's, I still get tickled. One of his other uh, notes uh, that he passed through was, help, please call my boss. Apparently, s- several yeah, customers... help. Because <laughs> I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Apparently, Tell that guy to fuck off. Then he wrote the lyrics to take this job and shove it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your new Jimmy Eat World record. Apparently, several customers thought the scribbled messages were a Scribble. prank Scribble. and ignored them. It's one of them internet pranks. Until one patron... Uh, oh, it's a patron, patron. sorry. <laughs> Uh, got sufficiently spooked. Fucking pads, bro. Correct, Tron, That's my news bro. guy. <laughs> when police finally arrived, they were confused by the muffled cries. Oh, Muffles. Hey, Johnny Paycheck looks like Johnny. 10 miles of bad road. stuck in this ATM for days. Help me get out of here. Paycheck rules. They were, con- they were confused You're by... You're not walking the- anywhere. They were confused by the muffled cries... For help until that they heard coming out of the ATM. Yeah, no more. Quote, we came out there and sure enough we heard a little voice coming from the machine. Said, 
Senior police. Put money in me. Feed me. <laughs> said senior police. You can make deposits now. Said Quick s- cash. Said senior police officer Richard B. Winkler. Uh, we thought it was a joke, he added. Hey. hey. Sit on it. Sit on this one, Wink. Step into my office, Cunningham. Uh, you should have... <laughs> Should have melded that with the last uh, story. <laughs> this, this news jumped the shark about a story ago. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, not even the police could free Stuckley from the ATM. Uh, Suckling pig from its clutches, <laughs> as they had to wait until the man's boss arrived at the scene and managed to get him out with a special key. Oh, oh. the I boss has the key. It's fucking management. <laughs> Terminator. It's a locked door. <laughs> <laughs> it's clutches. The evil clutches of the, the ATM. ATM. Uh huh. I call him Diebold. <laughs> the man's boss eventually set him free, uh, and th- the police added, quote, everything is okay, but you will never see somebody stuck in an ATM like this again. It was just crazy. You'll never yeah. see that again. They got uh-huh. docked for pay. And that's, the, the, news. that's the news. That's the news. All right. Good All right. job, Tommy. Hey, rock star. Bringing it to you. That's right. Good <laughs> hey, job. Hey, Ryan, what's in the game this week? <laughs> hey. 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 News outro? Is there no outro? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do something like I that. I need to fill in an hour and ten minutes with the game. Yeah. You got any gongs? No, you don't. <laughs> I can leave. <laughs> I leave. And that's the can news, I leave? And that's the news, and that's the news, and that's the news, and that's the news, and that's the news. Let's see and who's that's on the That's a polite caller right there, by the way. The news. Caller, you're on the air. Uh-oh. Hey, is this where I call to get the free Jimmy Roll? Yeah, there he is. That's Bye, right. Man. Sir, you're a winner. Yeah. We gave him away before. Yeah, that's right. You just Congratulations. Him. You're Thank in. Thank you. Thank Wait. you. I like your fucking high school. <laughs> <laughs> high school? What are, you, what are you, like 12? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That old, that old gag. How are you, you doing, Kazoo? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, work has been kind of sporadic here and there, you know. Some weeks I'm doing shit, some weeks I'm not, but, yeah. you know, things are all right. Is it all sound? How are you? You're out there hustling. We doing, missed you, dude. Sound. We're doing well. Thank you. Yeah, this, I'm glad, glad to hear that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you're excited now because you're going to see Jimmy Eat World. At Shoreline. Yeah. Yeah. Who's That's going right. to see Jimmy I Eat World? Think, I have to think about who I want to uh, come with me. Or you like I'll, I'll probably just put out a blanket post saying, hey, who wants to come to... The shoreline to see Jimmy roll with me. Yeah, this ain't Loveline. Chris from San Francisco, okay. you're going to California, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like Incubus. Awesome. I'm in Hope you like paying your own way. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, where can we send the tickets? Uh, he wants them tickets. Uh, I re- can, uh, you, you probably have my address already, so you can... We can figure that well, out check, off the air. Check this out. They're one of these digital tickets. So oh, so Tommy could, just, Tommy could just send them to you digitally. They're already in your inbox, my friend. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, so I could. Oh. Oh, another thing I have to do. That's right. Fantastic. <laughs> exactly. That sounds fancy. Well, we like to keep John busy. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fancy. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations. Hairdo's over at uh, Iron Maiden tonight, right? Probably. That's Probably, the, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Hairdo's birthday. Happy birthday, Hairdo. Oh, happy birthday. You, that's yeah. right. I think that um, you should, uh, when you, are you, you're you really going to go to the concert, right? You should report back and uh, give us a review. Tell us yeah, like, scene what, what, what happened. Stop them. <coughs> yeah, if I, if I manage to go, if I, uh, I'll, I'll probably be able to get the time off because August we have fucking nothing at work. But yeah, yeah I'll, I will definitely give you a uh, scene report from Shoreline Amphitheater. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If we can get yeah. you backstage, yeah. we will. Thank you. You made Tommy so happy that he <laughs> was able to give away the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to make Tommy Rockstar happy. Oh, congratulations, oh. you're part Whatever of a takes. class action settlement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you? How far, how far are you from Mountain View? 
Yeah, how from far? Al- you, yeah. How far uh, from it's venue? probably about an hour away from where I live. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> like the San, the, San Francisco, right? Oakland's about like an hour and change. I'll call Jim back. I'll have him swing by and pick you up in the on bus. His jet yeah. in the bus. I'll pop by. Collect you. So there you go. Thanks, Chris, yeah. and uh, congratulations right. on winning those tickets. I'm going to take my answer off the air. Thank you so much. <laughs> are, you, are you sitting in Starbucks right now, or are you at home? I'm I'm at home. Oh, okay. I'm at home listening because I guess the what the Wi-Fi has been better at home recently, so awesome. I can actually listen in at home and nice. without having to annoy baristas I ho- by I har- sipping water and the whiffy. I hardwired the I hardwired the show in tonight because we I think it's working good. So I got, I yeah. think our uh, I think uh, nobody's been saying complaining about. Any dropouts or anything, so I think we're in good shape. That's the way to go. You. The what are you, what are you doing tonight, Zoogs? You going out? In and out, Burger? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably just going to stay at home tomorrow. I'm going to go to like a friend's house and uh, see if I can play drums for the band. I've never played drums for a band in my entire life, so nice. we'll see how that goes because I'm not a good drummer. Kasuga, well, I, I was out at your house, man. You got a pretty nice property. You should just walk around your property tonight. It's nice out there. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just walk around. You, don't tell them how get I get a good flashlight. Just walk around your property and showboat. Do a nice survey of Did the you, land. You say, "Don't tell anyone how I live." <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Tommy, the man, Tommy suggests you walk around your house <laughs> barefoot. With your chest puffed so out. Nice. He lives there. He knows. Curl, curl your toes in the carpet. Yeah. Feel that sod. Take, I would. Take a little stroll yeah. for yourself. Yeah, Treat yourself. Why not? Yeah. Soak it all live in. A little. Yeah. Uh, you you want to stay on the line and play the Ryan game, or you want to go? Yeah, do it. It's okay if you want to go. Oh, uh, what's the... Uh, I, I, I prefer... Uh, Yucking around on the chat box, all uh, okay, cool. and um, oh. yuck around on the air. Yeah. All right, Kazoo, yeah. congratulations. Enjoy Jimmy and World. That's right. Enjoy your Jimmy tickets. Jimmy World tickets, go. baby. Give me some merch. Come at me. There you go. Go yeah. team Bro. chat box. Good luck, Kazoo. Thank you very much. All right. Love you guys. Take it easy. Love you too. Take it easy. There he goes. There's Christopher Kazugas from uh, California. He's the winner of the two Jimmy World tickets. 2017 winner. Another happy customer. That's right. Go go get Jimmy Eat World's new album, Integrity Blues, at fine record stores everywhere and iTunes. They have it on vinyl. Get a vinyl. Smash yourself over the head with a record. That Delta Blues of Integrity. Get crazy. Get nuts. Back each other over the head. What's in the game? What's in the game? What's in the game? game. With them hot mops. <laughs> <laughs> Slap each other around with hey, the hot mops. Ryan, Ryan, doesn't, Ryan doesn't fucking hustle with that fucking hustle. intro, baby. And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan game, where we expose <laughs> me. these smartasses <laughs> for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison. Every, Every week, Ryan comes up with a game for us. We have no idea what it's going to be. And that's it. Here he is to explain it. Take it away, Ryan. Yeah. All right, we got a real easy game this week. Good. I'm going to give you three songs, musical songs, and you're going to uh, tell me so. mm-hmm. what they have in common. Ooh. What's the common theme? Oh, is this like uh, like uh, like songs? Used to play this on like classic rock station. What's the theme? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Is that yeah. like Desert Island Discs? The Eddie mm. Trunk? No, game. it's totally different. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to shave, my friend. My arm is Who are you talking to? <laughs> Ryan's had his hand so, on my pants the entire show. No. <laughs> quite a bush going on there, Joe. Oh. Got some seventies bush. <laughs> Manscaped. Don't laugh at that, Trish. The yeah. heck's wrong? <laughs> 
right. So I'm going to give you three songs, and you tell me what the common theme amongst right. the songs. Trish has a buzzer. It's a buzzer yeah. game. Everyone Everybody's has a buzzer. A yeah, buzzer. we're good. Yeah. All right. Ready? <clears throat> Song number one. Number one. Lunchbox by Marilyn Manson. Numb by Linkin Park. Rest in peace, you moron. Chester. Oh, that's a Oh. Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Rest in peace, Eddie Vedder. Wait a second. What? Tommy. Can we hear him? Uh, violence. More specific. Uh, school violence. No. Uh-oh. Nope. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Pat. Walsh. School shootings. <clears throat> Negative. Anybody else? Wayward youth. Bueller. Bueller. Common theme. Because you were saying Golden Eye, Go Finger, Go Finger, Live and Let Die, Lunchbox by Marilyn Manson, Numb by Lincoln Park, Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Hmm. Three, two, one. I thought this game was. I don't be know too the easy. numb one. I don't know <clears throat> it either. I don't know two of those. The two, uh, so. common theme is. Bullying. Uh, bullying. Bullying. Uh, <laughs> By the way, speaking of the dude from Lincoln Park, on a serious note, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline says we can all help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and best practices for professionals. The number is 1-800-273-8255. So if you uh, have suicidal thoughts, call that number. The 24 hours a day, they'll listen to you. Thank I'm going to kill myself. What's that number again? I'm writing it down. Oh, I'll, I'll text it to you. Thank you. <laughs> Question number two. I just erased. Suicide Solution by Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. Cracklin' Rosie by Neil Diamond. Cracklin'. Night Train by Guns N' Roses. Purple. Who's got that Me. purple buzzer? I don't know why it's backwards. Just turn it around. I'm going to say it's a, a liquor. More specific, whiskey? Alcoholism. Alcoholism is correct. All right. yeah, yeah, give it to John. Where's right. Mario? He's not keeping his coffee. <laughs> Scores. Can we split the points? <laughs> can we parlay? There's, there's no lobbying. The show's flying right can by. We, can we put the points in an IRA <laughs> and let it earn interest? <laughs> All right. All right. John's got one point. Kudos to you, gentlemen of the barrage. <laughs> Question number three. No reply by the Beatles. Pennsylvania 65000 by Glenn Miller. Emails. Promised Land by... Chuck Berry. Driving. Say those again. The last one was Promised Land by Chuck Berry. So it's No Reply by the Beatles, Pennsylvania 65000 by Glenn Miller, Promised Land by Chuck Berry. Nobody? I got nothing on this one. Wow. All right. Three, two. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have yellow. Yellow. It's Pat. Who's got yellow? Answer, please. Telephone. I'll take it. It's about right. phone calls. Yeah. yeah. Around, you stole gonna ever keep me down. Question number four. I feel like I'm a fixin' to die rag by Country Joe and the Fish. <laughs> Who in the one now? Give me five, a, five to one by the doors. Give me an F. <laughs> five to one by the doors. And Fortunate Son by CCR. Blue. Vietnam. They are, be more specific... War. 
It'd be more specific. That's less specific. No. That's <laughs> no, more of a conflict. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give like it. not going to war. Right, Sticking right. It out. Protest. Uh, protest. Uh, Vietnam. Protest songs. There you go. Very good. Uh, Mario, get Peter point. Question number uh, uh, uh. Someone's really take, keep it score, right? No. Yes. It's all in our heads. Come on, guys. You, you and you have a point. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. All right. Question number five. Mercy, Mercy Me by Marvin Gaye. Things I want that used to be. Beds are burning by Midnight Oil. Monkey Gone to Heaven by the Pixies. Mm. World Conflicts. Aborigines. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Be more specific. Blue. Ecology. What? Ecology. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, ecology. Shit. Songs what? about the environment. The environment. Environment. Uh, oh, very good. All right. Pete's got two. <laughs> two. Yeah, he's got two. Pete's pa- got one. Uh, you got one, and I got Zilch. Sir. Yes. Are you interested in game <laughs> Question number six. Bird. Then begin. The Ballad of Billy the Kid by Billy Joel. Yeah. Worst song Still ever. Rock and Roll to Me by Billy Joel. Down East or Alexa by Billy Joel. Billy Joel songs. Wrong. Pat. Long sorry. Island. That's right. They are uh, all Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Easy. Don't scream to the microphone, please. Thank you. Because you stole it. No. Question number seven. So right now, Pat's got two. Pete's got two, and John's yeah. got one. Everybody needs somebody to love. Think by Aretha Franklin and Jailhouse Rock. Hmm, everyone needs somebody to love. Hmm. From I, Chris. John. Songs that are in the Blues Brothers? That's right. Oh. Uh, yeah. The Blues yeah. Brothers song. Good job. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. Back in. Right, you got four more questions. Three I'm more. So questions. proud of you. Is it Kojak? I could I could have <laughs> just accepted Pat's compliment and then just shut up, but so I have to like yeah. brag more. <laughs> we got dope. a three-way tie. <laughs> two, two, and two. Three. Question number nine. Number nine by the Beatles. Traveling band by CCR. Eight miles high by the Birds. East is high by Iron Maiden. Pat. Flight. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say that. Getting high. (laughs) (laughs) It's a metaphor, (laughs) dickhead. When you're getting high with your friends. It's not dope. Listen to the Saxon. Sex. I got three more questions. Grow up, Peter. (laughs) Get out of the gutter. Norwegian Wood by the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) You Won't See Me by the Beatles. Michelle by the Beatles. John Lennon beating his wife. Oh, Pat. Is that your answer? <laughs> <laughs> no good. I'm sorry. Anybody else? John. It's like John Lennon being misogynistic. Uh, be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Lennon bangs chicks. Uh, I can't take it. Yeah. Anybody else? I can't take it either. Three, two, one. Chat box. Chat box. Being a dickhead to women. <laughs> Songs about dames. <laughs> Show me those games. What is misogyny? Where's, where's our old timey piano? Yeah. These are songs off the album Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul. Uh, I was looking for more of a traditional theme. I was going to say that. But. Rub this soul. <laughs> hey. All right, question number 10 Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. And I Used to Love Her by Guns N' Roses. Murder. 
That's right. Uh, All about murder. Tommy furiously trying to buzz in. Here at Guns N' Roses, and he got a half chub. Pat beating into the punch, just barely. All right, last question. I thought it was Wayne's World. My love's in jeopardy. Alex Trebek. Greg Kinn. Greg Kinn. What is? Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. And Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Getting Married? Nope. I thought that was a pretty good answer. Give Away the Bride. Losing Virginity. What? Losing Virginity. Nope. Anybody else? Can you say those songs again? Yeah. This game sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. You're winning. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give me an answer. Take it away. This is the last one. Murder. Can you say the songs again, please? One more time. My Love's in Jeopardy. Mm. Another One Bites the Dust. Divorce. And Give It Away. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Tommy? Death. Nope. I don't think the Red Hot Chili Peppers are capable of I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> what I got, you got to take and give it in you. Um, the answer no, is... No, I don't. <laughs> songs, talking about? songs that were parodied by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, oh, no one would have guessed come that. On. Thank you for playing the Ryan game, everybody. Oh, hey, we have a winner. Shit. We have a winner of the Ryan game, and the, that winner is Patrick Walsh. That's right. I'm a big hand. Nice job, Pat. Nice. Let's go home. You've won two tickets to Jimmy <laughs> World in uh, San Francisco, California. Oh, you got to fly wow. yourself out to California. Well, actually, I have tickets to Yes if anyone wants free tickets to Yes. Really? Yeah. Are you for real? I don't want to win tickets to Yes. I don't want no fucking tickets to Yes. I checked my Ticketmaster account. I had like 48 pairs of tickets in there, dude. They're all at Westbury. Yeah. Why are you getting these tickets? Because it was Your part industry of... industry stuff? No, it was a class action lawsuit that somebody sued Ticketmaster, and it, it's based on how many tickets you bought in the last 10 oh, years. Oh, right. I, I heard of that. Yeah. I, won, I bought like 750,000 tickets. In your news, probably. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I keep doing that, don't I? <laughs> so they gave me all these tickets to crap shows. All right. Well, we thank you for that. Good job, Tommy. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, thank you, Tommy. Trish. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. We're wrapping this up an hour. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of here. It's hot. Out of here. I don't want to listen to Mario. I don't want to listen to Yes. I don't, don't want to listen to the show anymore. We'll see you next I week. I don't want to fucking listen to yeah. Us. Yeah. I don't want to fucking listen to Yes. I don't want to fucking listen to Us. I don't want to fucking listen to Us. Us sucks. Fuck us.